Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. Monday afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. Michael Borky is in Studio X per usual. Brian Haydad is in Starkville, and I am coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia, inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium, where we've got Ole Miss and Louisville coming up a little bit later on this Monday night. Great to be with you. Ceasefire text line is always as open. I'm sorry, as always, is open. You know the number, 601-879-4395, 601-879-4395. We spent a long time building up to week one of the college football season, and it lived up to the hype and then some. Started on Thursday. You had that great scene in Minneapolis for the Ohio State-Minnesota game. You had the incredible finish in Orlando for Ohio or for a UCF and Boise State. On Friday afternoon, while we were still on the air, you had 67,000 people jumping in unison to enter Sandman and the great visual that went along with Virginia Tech, who smoked North Carolina. On Saturday, you had the, the fist fight, slugfest, rock fight, old school football game between Georgia and Clemson. You had a terrible first half, but a great second half with Penn State, Wisconsin. You had the Sissy Blue game out in uh, Pasadena at the Rose Bowl with UCLA and UC and uh, LSU, where UCLA was the more physical football team. There was a pretty incredible finish in Starkville. We got plenty to unpack for Mississippi State's season-opening win against Louisiana Tech. Last night, you had the overtime thriller in Tallahassee with Florida State and Notre Dame, and we are not done yet with one more football game to get to. It is Sports Talk Mississippi. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad, thanks for being with us on this Monday afternoon. Boys, what an opening weekend. I have two thoughts. The, the first one is your Max Kellerman take of the day. I think we might actually have some semblance of parity in college football. Ooh. I think. Now, Alabama was extremely impressive, so you got to kind of put them aside for a second, although I think I think Miami <laughs> Other is, than that. Other than that, uh, I think Miami is uh, insanely overrated. They were going into the game, and they were proven that they are. They'll lose multiple games this season in the ACC. But Alabama aside, everybody at the top has a flaw. 
and not the kind of flaw where only the playoff teams can expose it. Oklahoma's defense is bad, guys. They were bad last year. Tulane had success against Oklahoma. Clemson's offense is inept. They could not protect DJ Uyongalele. Yes, Georgia's front seven is exceptional, but still couldn't protect him. Clemson's got a flaw. Georgia's got a flaw. JT Daniels is just, he's just okay. He's just okay. Good defense is a really good defensive it's front. It's special. It's stupid how good they are. But still, Georgia has a flaw. They might have trouble scoring on people. Ohio State has a flaw. I think the back seven of their defense isn't great, and C.J. Stroud has some, some growing up to do. When you look at the highest level of college football, I think there's a lot of gettable teams out there, and then Alabama. Yes, Alabama does not seem to have many flaws. Brian Haydad, grade the opening weekend starting on Thursday and rolling through this Monday night. Pretty darn good, huh? Yeah, it's a, it's an easy A, and one of the easiest A's you'll, you'll ever see. I mean, to have that many good games, even the off-the-radar games, that's, that's some quality. Some big upsets, uh, some great performances. Just There's just nothing not to love about college football. It always delivers, and the first weekend, I think, is... Just going to be the start of a, a fantastic season of college football. In your mind, what was the biggest upset of week one? If things had gone differently in Starkville, maybe we would be talking about Louisiana Tech, but was it Montana yeah. winning over a top 25 Washington team? Go mm-hmm. Grizz! Yeah, it's Montana, for, 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 for sure. Washington, you know, is a team that you always expect to be in contention for the Pac-12 title, um, and they just got handled by an FCS team on their own home field. Love seeing that, by the way. Saw a tweet that said, "When you lose a pay game, the uh, the coach should have to come out with like the Happy Gilmore check and give it to the coach." I believe that. <laughs> That's pretty good. I think that I should like start that happening. Just, here's your million dollars, sir. Yes, yeah. something like that. That that was it. UCLA, maybe not winning, but handling LSU the way they did. They handled them. They beat them up and down the field. They've got problems in Baton Rouge. I was happy. Now, who could have thought that was going to happen? What three guys may have been saying that all summer? I don't know. I I mean, it's almost likely, like we said, you know, it could be. Could be. And now you look at their schedule, and they're talented enough to win like five in a row before the Florida game. Five losses. But are you telling me that team can't go to Kentucky and lose? You're telling me Mississippi State can't beat them again? You're telling me Auburn can't beat them? I know. I know. I know. State looked like crap. I mean, this right weekend, off, right but... off the top of the bat with LSU, they're losing to Alabama, they're losing to Florida, they're losing to Texas A&M, they're losing to Ole Miss. That's five. We're at five losses for LSU, and that's my best case scenario for them right now. Just get ready for a bunch of stuff about NCAA and Title IX investigations leaking out there. Just get ready for it. They got a hefty buyout that they don't want to pay down there, and there's yeah. an easy way for them to not do it. Let's, uh, we don't have time to really do this, but let's try. Let's try to rapid fire our way through every game involving an SEC team this weekend. Just boom, 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 boom. Give me one thought. Uh, Tennessee bowling green on Thursday night. Tennessee just, just average. Oh, that's that worse than that. Yeah, below, below average for sure. Alabama. Unbelievably dominant, and Bryce Young, the best debut for a starting quarterback in Alabama history. They're good. They're good again. <laughs> Imagine that. 
Uh, Miami was very overmatched, and, and Alabama's going to overmatch basically everybody on the schedule this year. But Alabama is going to be challenged a lot, a lot tougher than that. I have a feeling that Miami would lose handedly by like five or six SEC teams. That was not the number 12 team in college football. No, I mean, no. not even close. Yeah, I agree with you on that front. Uh, Clemson will get smoked in the first round of the college football playoff. Yep, after they go 12 for their next 12. They'll be 12-1 and one and get smoked by Alabama or Georgia again. And, and that's not really a thought about Georgia. Man, Georgia's defense. Holy cow. Georgia's got some issues, though. They've got a COVID we, spike in Athens within their team that Kirby talked about, uh, ter- we, talked about today. We spent the whole summer. Oh, the old school defense is like that. Never see those again. It's a new game. Nope. They got one in Georgia. Uh, Hayes King is going to be really good at Texas A&M at the quarterback position under Jimbo. Took them a while to get there, though. That was a weird game. It was. Stop me if you've heard this before. Something weird happened in College Station. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it wasn't wearing a milkman costume. It was not. Uh, Normally that's that's not not there, yeah. Florida? Meh. That's all I got. They're starting the wrong quarterback. Yeah, Emory Jones, you're out. LSU's got problems. Big-time problems. Big-time. Kentucky picked the right quarterback. Levis had a nice game. I know it was just against ULM. It's pretty cool to see a downfield passing game in Lexington. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, We'll learn more about them in the coming weeks, but that's a good start. I know nothing about Arkansas. I know that game was close for a long time against Rice, and then they kind of pulled away at the end. I know the atmosphere is going to be off the charts when they host Texas. I'm not sure it's going to be close, though, when we get to the final score this coming Saturday. It's one game, and he played a little bit last year on a not a very good team, but K.J. Jefferson has got a long road ahead of him to become a good SEC quarterback. Yes. For now, let's skip Mississippi State. I don't think we can do a single thought on on the Bulldogs. We'll spit, devote the entire next segment to uh, to Mississippi State and their win against Louisiana Tech on Saturday. Uh, Missouri, Tyler Beatty's pretty good, but I don't know beyond that. Lock of the century. Nailed that one. Yeah, not so much, Oof. Bort. Not so much. Ten-point win against Central Michigan. Good debut for Brian Harson. Bo Nix throws for 275, and I have no idea what Auburn is. And they played a terrible team. Akron's coach is what, one in seventeen, so far in his tenure there. That's not good, is it? Feels bad. Uh, we said Bowling Green was the worst team in the FBS. That might not be. Do they play? Might be these guys. We'll find out. Congratulations to Zeb Nolan. Four touchdown passes as the former GA at South Carolina. Uh, I'll skip your thoughts on South Carolina. We're almost out of time. Uh, Vanderbilt might be the worst team in the history of college football. I will, in a power I will never, conference. I will never trust a coach who tries to do stuff to build toughness. Like, I'm not going to put out a roster or give you a number. You're going to be a loser. All right, we'll dive into Mississippi State and Louisiana Tech when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Hit us up on the C Spire text line. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. 
We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Great teams leave it all on the field. But with the powerful towing and payload that Ford F-150 delivers, you can take it all with you too. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150. Built for greatness. Visit your local Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. This Labor Day broadcast on Super Talk Mississippi is brought to you by Tico Steakhouse. Come dine with us. Tico Steakhouse, where the locals gather. East County Line Road in Richland, 601-956-1030. No Drip Roofing and Construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer, family-owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No Drip Roofing and Construction, 601-371-1051. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Can you feel it? Can you hear it? Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah! On Super Talk Mississippi. <laughs> That was the emotion that uh, that that entered my uh, my mind when last night Brian Haydad sent us pictures from his cooking spread yesterday. It was absolutely spectacular looking. I'm assuming it tasted as good as it looked. Haydad okay. told you on Friday 
during our Food Friday segment presented by Polk's Meat what he was going to cook, and then he delivered. I don't want to hear one thing about wrestling. I'm sure it was great. I'm sure you had a great time. That spread of food, though, looked magnificent. Is that enough? Was that enough that if you known that's what you were going to eat, would you have showed up to watch wrestling? I might not have stayed for the wrestling, would have but I would have certainly time. shown up to eat. <laughs> Dude, it looks spectacular. Right. The, the sausage and cheese plate was a work of art. That's the a uh, one. The pork yeah. tenderloin. What was it? Wait, did you do two different pork tenderloins? Or was no, it beef all, tenderloin all, mixed in there also? That's uh, pork, and then the, the second, that's uh, I had two flank steaks that I, that I cooked. Ooh. Did you just kind of slice them up appetizer style? Yeah, what I did was they were both big, and the way I, I was cooking everything around my vortex because I needed to go quickly. I needed yeah. high heat. So I, I just split them right down the middle. So I had four strips of flank steak. And I just I cooked those. Borky, were you jealous also when you saw those pictures? I was, yeah. I was actually sitting at dinner when they came through. Like I had oh, nice. food in front of me, and was still <laughs> jealous at the uh, at the time. I'm glad I could do it. All right, let, let's do the quick thought thing also. Just kind of finish that up because we need to include Southern Miss in here. It was the season opener, Southern Miss at South Alabama. The debut for Will Hall. The debut for Kane Womack. Two head coaches. Of course, Kane Womack played at uh, at Southern Miss. Will Hall has worked really, really hard getting that program ready. Pretty evident, though, that there's a long way to go for this Southern Miss football team. That was tough, tough on Saturday night. Don't you think if you're if you're USM, like what you saw week one, you got to hand over to Ty Keys and just say let's let's get ready for next year. I mean, I, I hate to say that they can still go to a bowl, but let's get the young guys the reps. Let's build for the future. That's what Southern Miss is going to be about. On the I flip guess. side, too, don't you uh, think that South Carolina really regrets Jake Bentley leaving the program? Hey, they wouldn't hey, have to start a graduate assistant coach at quarterback well, be, if he was Surely he'd be out of eligibility had he stayed there. He's got to be a grad transfer at this point. But COVID gave everybody an extra year. I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't know that he would. I mean, wasn't he like class of 15? I could be wrong. Let me see here. If he's still playing, he would still regardless. be playing. Yeah, re- re- regardless. Yeah, Jake Bentley was pretty good at, at South Carolina, and that went sideways. All right, let's turn our attention to Starkville, a crowd that was announced of just shy of 45,000, watched Mississippi State down 20 in the fourth quarter, uh, only to come all the way back, trailing 31. Uh, they were down 34 14 with 13 11 to play. That's when Jacob Barnes kicked a 33 yard field goal for Louisiana Tech, and then Mississippi State got it rolling. They looked like a dynamic offense in the fourth quarter after looking anemic. Maybe the best way to uh, to describe it for the first three, three and a half quarters of the ball game. Mississippi State comes all the way back. Jaden Wally scores on a 15-yard touchdown pass with 3.37 to play to make it 35-34. Louisiana Tech gets the ball down. They drive down. They attempt a game-winning field goal that was not particularly close. And Mississippi State escapes with a win at home on Saturday. Yeah. They actually went back and uh, determined the field goal was blocked. They got, it. got credit for a block. Oh, really? Yeah, Jaden Crumity got the block on that. Okay, well, good for Jaden Crumity. Perhaps which saved ma- the day. Which makes sense the because, end. my God, it was short. I was just like, 
Is that really the best the guy they had? And they were going to try a 50-yard field goal prior to that. Yeah. Um, All right, hey, Dad, floor's yours. Well, as I said on the podcast, uh, it's always better to take – if you have questions about your team, it's better to ask them from 1-0 than 0-1. And there's certainly a lot of questions about Mississippi State. The game started off like it was going to be a walk in the park. I mean, they were up 14-0. They forced turnovers on two of their first three uh, possessions. And then on the last play of the first quarter, they go up top. Emmanuel Forbes gets caught looking in the backfield. Safety helps not there, and it's a 72-yard touchdown pass. And I felt like that staggered Mississippi State. And then on the next drive, they give up a 60-yard run to the uh, to the quarterback on a play that was really well set up by La Tech. They, nobody thought he was going to keep there, and, and he did. He walked into the end zone, basically. Um and then La Tech just kept punching and kept punching, and State just kept taking punches, and it looked like they were all but knocked out, and then history happened. That's the biggest comeback in Mississippi State history. Um, I didn't think they played particularly well in any phase of the game, outside of maybe special teams, even though they had a missed field goal. Um, I mean, you know, I, I feel like they got lucky. I mean, I, I, I said on the podcast that if Tulu Griffin doesn't, you know, if Louisiana Tech doesn't kick the Tulu Griffin there at the at the thirty four fourteen mark, if they kick it out of bounds, kick it out of the back of the end zone, kick it to the other side of the field, and Stakes takes over on its twenty, I don't know that they win the football game because they had the short field that got the crowd a little sparked, and they score, and then it starts building momentum. If they had to had to drive down the field there, I don't know that they would have, to be totally honest. So, you know, Tulu Griffin to me was the reason State won that game was with, with, with that kickoff return. I thought Marks looked really good, you know, and he ran the ball well, 12 carries for 71 yards. State will take that every time out. Rodgers, I mean, completion percentage was great, but, man, he, he, he's, he's got to get better. He's got to get better. I mean, he missed a lot of opportunities. There were guys open that he, he didn't find. Uh, he could have had a much bigger day uh, through the air. Now you got a tough game. I mean, we've, we've been talking about it for the past few weeks. And look at North Carolina State and what they did in week one, you know, if you you can lose this game and still go to a bowl and have a decent season, but man, if you get wiped off the field, it's gonna be tough to get people to buy back in because it said forty five thousand. I don't think there were that many there on Saturday. I feel like the MSU fan base is at the, the sort of the tipping point of we need to see some results before we're gonna commit back into this. Were you surprised a bit by the crowd? I mean, what we talked about yeah. what we thought it might look like. Thought there would be what a sixty-one, sixty-two thousand seat stadium. Thought maybe fifty-ish yeah. actually there, yeah. and more like thirty-five actually there. Yeah, that, that was surprising. I'll be honest with you. You know, and, and there's a ton of excuses to be made. I mean, people want to talk about COVID, but that didn't stop other teams from having packed stadiums across the country uh, this weekend. I know it was hot. Uh, there's nothing you can really do about that. There's some people who want to use dove season as an excuse. If that's your excuse, well, then just stop trying to care about football. If you can't go hunt doves on Sunday, I don't know what to tell you. Um, so, yeah, I was surprised it was as small as it was. Uh, the student crowd was pretty good, um, but the but the east side, I mean, there was, there was barely anybody there. That's the side that gets hit by the sun. There's no upper deck to cover yeah. it up, you know, the way the sun comes down. So, yeah, I, I was a bit surprised at how poor it was. Borky, the way that I watched the game was very disjointed. I listened to a little bit, and then I watched sitting in the press box of the Liberty Bowl on Saturday night, and then we had all of our stuff kind of leading up to the start of the game. So I missed. I, I, it was. I, I saw it at thirty-four fourteen, and I thought, "Wow, 
you got to be kidding me. And so I missed the comeback, and then I pull it back up, and it's 35-34, and it's kind of a what-happened thing. What, what did you think? I know you watched it far more closely than I did. Yeah, I watched every snap. Um, the good, there's good and bad. The good is they did some things poorly that you can correct. There were multiple penalties that really disrupted drives in the second and third quarters, and obviously penalties are immediately correctable. I also don't think that Mississippi State's secondary is as bad as they looked on Saturday. We have a sample size with them that says that they're better than the way they looked on Saturday. But the offensive line still struggled. Now, Will Rogers Mm. held onto the football too long a lot. A lot. But multiple times, three beat five. And that's Louisiana Tech's three that beat five. They would stunt a little bit, and that's... uh, I mean, they would bring additional pressure sometimes, and that worked. They stunted a little bit. That worked. Mississippi State's offensive line did not, at least in the second and third quarters, look improved at all. And then I was actually surprised on the other side of the ball, the defensive front. Didn't get much pressure, or as much as I thought they were going to, against the Louisiana Tech team. Kendall had clean pockets. They were able to run the football a little bit. I was a little surprised there. So they have some correctable things. I do not think state secondary is as bad as they looked. We have a sample size. I agree with that. Yeah. Offensive and, line, though, that's a huge issue. And then, I, again, the pressure from the front six, if you will, in the 3-3-5, not good enough. I tend to think sort of teams are what they are. And so when I see a team have a lot of penalties in a game, and then the coach comes out and, you know, we can correct that, well, can you? I remember Joe Moorhead after they played Kentucky and they had 15, 16 penalties. Oh, we'll get that corrected. And well, they were undisciplined the whole year. Yeah, 12 you know, penalties had, had, for 95 yards for Mississippi that's State. A that's problem, too many. You know? Way and too many. Four, four turnovers. Oh, we'll correct that. Well, will you? You know, if you could correct it, why did it happen in the first place? I, I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. We'll continue to uh, unpack what happened in Starkville. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit PearlRiverResort.com. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. For your Labor Day, partly sunny conditions, high near 86. Tonight, 30% chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 71. Your Tuesday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 89. And moving into Wednesday, a 30% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 90 degrees. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. It's back! That's right, school is back in session. That means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right, school is back and so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving your cash. Pay just $3.29 per month on the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross or pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s Plus. Get a free 40-inch TV with every purchase. We want your old vehicle, bring it in, and we'll buy it even if you don't buy a new vehicle from us. Ridgeland Mitsubishi is the King of credits. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Our team of experts is ready to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. School is back in session, so come get your deal now at Richland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Richland Mitsubishi. Eclipse stock number 1772. Mitsubishi G4 stock number 1795. 1999 down 3.9% for 84 months a year. Details for approved credit. 
When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Summer travel is ahead and the need continues. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood as we move into the summer months. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526. 601-355-8526. Or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Health officials stress that if you contract COVID-19, you should get the monoclonal antibody treatment. But State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs said that the treatment does not replace a vaccine. If people are exposed and they're at risk, then they need to get monoclonal antibodies. It's a, it's a therapeutic option that's very effective, but it's not a vaccine. It has a short, limited duration of efficacy. The vaccines do a lot of things. They keep you from getting sick and they keep you from spreading it to your family. So they have different roles and we want to use them all as aggressively as we can. And September is National Voter Registration Month. Secretary of State Michael Watson says the right to vote is one of the greatest liberties in our country and he encourages all eligible Mississippians to register. In 2020 alone, more than 113,000 Mississippians registered to vote and the state's turnout for the 2020 election set a new state record. For a look at the voter registration qualifications, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Andy Davis. With the surge in COVID-19 cases, Mississippi's hospitals are overwhelmed. The best way to stay out of the hospital and avoid serious illness and even death from COVID is to get vaccinated. I'm Gerard Gibbert, and I got vaccinated after discussing with my personal physician and many doctor friends. Vaccines are safe and effective, but they only work if you get the shot. You can find a COVID vaccine near you by going to vaccines.gov or calling 800-232-0233. This message is brought to you by Supertalk Mississippi media. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. 
Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. At work. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo? Yes, sir. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Monday afternoon, Labor Day. You know a lot of you have got the day off, and so maybe that means you are standing over a grill, sitting beside a pool, at the lake. Maybe you're in like a cabin somewhere, wherever you're listening or watching. Thanks for being with us. Good to uh, be with you. I I will say this. We got a, a message a little while ago from Michael in Poplarsville, and he sent us a picture, uh, not Poplarsville, Poplarville, and he sent us a picture of the brisket that he has made to eat during the game, which looks fantastic. But I told him I had almost zero interest in his brisket. I was more blown away by his grill setup. So he's got a Traeger pellet grill, and then he's got a big old green egg that he's got like a custom-made smokestack on the top of, and then the griddle is set up right next to him, and he's got three big kind of industrial fans to blow the smoke out away from his outdoor kitchen. That is spectacular. And for the second time today, I'm telling you how jealous I am. How good is that setup, guys? Really nice. The, that, that, the flat that's a good top is something kitchen, I want. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's way, way cool. And it's way more affordable than some of the other grilling things that you can uh, you can get. Uh, good to be with you. So, Will Rogers throws for 370. What was he, 39 of 47? I think that was the, um, the, the final passing. I've got it right here. 39 of 47, three touchdowns and an interception, sacked three times in the game. Longest pass he threw was uh, was 40 yards. How do you grade Will Rogers? Uh, I mean, he's a B. You know, I mean, the, the compl- he completed a lot of passes, but most of them were those little short dump-offs. He didn't really take a lot of chances down the field. Um, you know, I, I just thought he was okay, at, you know, at best. Um, you know, his arm strength is still a question. Um, and that's what I have to take it from there. But he was good enough to win, but that's not going to be good. What he did on Saturday won't be good enough to win most games. Yeah, what concerned me is that it looked the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? It it looked like that was the Will Rogers that was playing at the end of last season. Did some good things. The offense is the offense, right? It it is. I feel like, and again, I don't have the all-22 angle. There has got to be times where he's refusing to take close downfield shots. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes That's, That is happening. It, sometimes if your receiver is it appears to be covered, you can throw him open. And I never see him risk throwing a guy open. And maybe, maybe he's being told not to, I don't know. But I see other quarterbacks, and saw other quarterbacks this weekend, throw to receivers that were covered, but threw it in a spot to where they would complete a pass. Or take a risk sometimes. And he might be a little too conservative. Yeah. State state state's receiving core is much, much better than it was a year that ago. That is a fact. It's, it's, it's as good as I can remember at Mississippi State. They've got four guys that the, the starting four should be Polk, uh, Calvin, Wally, and Griffin, 
with Rara Thomas, Heath, and Austin Williams as your next three off the bench. That that that's a good group. You've got some talent there. You've got Polk guys who can had make ten plays. catches for fifty-seven. Uh, Jay, uh, how does Jaden Wiley only have four catches? Four catches for sixty-four yards and a touchdown. He's got to get. You got to target him more. Oh, that, he that didn't was start. Four catches didn't start the with game. Five targets. I know, but he's got he's got to play more. He's that's that, that four that I mentioned need to be getting the bulk of the reps, and then the other guys can just sort of work their way in. Yeah. Um. You we have we have pointed out before, right, that you don't get to take the numbers from a game and say, well, if you pull this out, then otherwise they were dominant. And and so the example here would be, in terms of Mississippi State's rush defense, you don't get to pull Austin Kendall's 59-yard run out of the equation right. and go, you know, other than that, they only gave up 60 yards on the ground. Now, with that said, if you pull that 59-yard Austin Kendall run out of the stats... Mississippi State's run defense was pretty good in terms of yeah. running backs. 13 carries for a net of 21 yards for Marcus Williams. Greg Garner has four carries for 11 yards. Keon Brooks has two carries for a yard. Harlan Dixon carries at one time for no yards in the game. So running backs did basically nothing against Mississippi State's run defense. It was 123 yards gross in the game, only 101 net. Of course, we still do this stupid thing in college football where we pull sack yardage out of rushing yardage. It's the dumbest thing, and how somebody who has the ability to make decisions doesn't go, you know what, that makes absolutely no sense because it's not a measure of what you do on the running game. Create a new stat for sack yardage. Don't take it out of your total offense. They do it in the NFL. I mean, or you've take already it out got of the total offense, but don't take it out of rushing yards. They do have it in the uh, in the live stats now. They have sack-adjusted rushing Good. yards, which I, I was glad to see that. The concern, uh, yeah. though, is not that they were able to stifle uh, Louisiana Tech's rushing attack. It's okay. will they be able to do that with Zonovan Knight and NC State? Well, yeah, who ran the ball really, really well last yeah. week. And 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 some big plays also. I mean, in in terms of the passing game, Louisiana Tech had completions of 24, 29, 15, 72, and then twelve and ten. I mean, there were only twenty one completions total. So those are just kind of the big plays that are, in there. but that that's too many of those, yeah. especially if this secondary and specifically the corners are as good as we have made them out to be. But like I said, state yes on Saturday not impressive in any really in any phase of the game. Defensively, I mean they they didn't give up the, they gave up too many big plays, which I guess you know if you're going to play Zach Arnett style of defense and, and bring a lot of pressure, then you're going to give up some big plays. They're just going to be available. But the other opposite side of that is you should be getting some sacks, and State wasn't able to do that on Saturday. So you know I don't have an issue giving up big plays if you're making big plays. If you're if you're getting after the quarterback and you're constantly putting them in second and long, that that's fine. That's fine. It'll all balance out. But if they're able to avoid the pressure and hit those big plays, then that that's a problem. Ceasefire text line six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. If you want to be a part of the conversation, we would uh, would love to hear from you. Time to unlimit your data with forty five dollar unlimited only from prepaid by Ceasefire. Get unlimited on Ceasefire's nationwide five G network for just forty five dollars. Auto pay, no credit checks, no hidden fees. Learn more at ceasefire.com slash prepaid. 
Um, crowd for NC State will be different if State gets embarrassed, and the rest of the year isn't going to be great. But there yeah. are big home games this year. And then I'm not sure exactly who this is from. Take away two big plays and a pick six, the game is different. Got to buckle down on big plays and turnovers. Well, I mean, that, that falls exactly into what we were saying a second ago, though. You don't get to say, well, if you take yeah. out the 72-yard run and the 59-yard play, and oh, by the way, you don't throw a pick six, then wow, I can it easily work do that. I can easily do that for Louisiana Tech. Take out the interception and the fumble in the first quarter, and take out the long kickoff return by Tulu Griffin, and they win that game going away. Yeah. So you can't you can't play that game. And it's a different challenge this week. That's why the people that I talked to, the state fans, uh, late Saturday night, uh, they weren't so much focused on the game that just happened. It was like, if we play like this, NC State's beating us by 21 points. That's yeah. really where everybody's focus is. It's not, you know, we won, that's great, but it's we play like that and we get run off our own field in seven days. Could not believe that line opened as a pick Could not believe it. It's up to three now. NC State favored? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Gibbon Greenwood says, listening to Sports Talk Mississippi from the uh, the Safari Tour in Como, he highly recommends it as an easy getaway with the kids. Hey, you can, like, open your sunroof and have a giraffe kind of reach in and eat out of your hands. I don't know if that's a good plan or not. Uh, we get somebody that says, I tweeted my grievances at John Cohen after the pick six. <laughs> I would like to think that I sparked the comeback. Well, early for Festivus, but sure. Yeah. Um, How bad was that game-winning kick, by the way? The play calling for Louisiana Tech on that final drive, they were content kicking a 50-plus yarder. Yeah. It was brutally. Oh, okay, they, so let's they, talk about that They sequence. made their life easier by committing a penalty because yeah, they were but, able to com- convert a fourth and ten. So, so it's, it's fourth and five, and they're going to kick the field goal, and it's going to be a 50-yarder. And then they commit the, uh, the false start, and so they go for it and convert on the first end. And I thought, wow, you had a minute left. You may win this thing with a touchdown. And it's mm-hmm. the most conservative play calling. And if you watch Skip Holtz on the on the video, like on the television, he's just kind of sitting over there smiling. He had already taken his headset off and put, handed it away, waiting on the field goal. And that was, I mean, how can you do that with a college kid? Speaking of field goals, do you think Mike Norvell is kicking himself? His kicker hits a 50-yarder that would have won the football game. Mm. I, I'm sorry. Would have put kicking. them ahead in... In overtime. And then he calls timeout to get a review of the previous play on the, the, the spike, incomplete pass, tuck rule deal. Gets the favorable ruling, ends up kicking a field goal that gets yanked left. Oy. Oy. How good was that game last night? How cool was it to see that atmosphere at the Doke in Tallahassee? And then Mackenzie Milton. And Mackenzie Milton. Uh, who should have been starting the whole time. Yeah, I think he'll be starting going forward. Hold on. Only goes into the game because the helmet pops off, right? And then he Wally pipped him. Kind of feel like it's it, right? He's got to be the guy. Sports Talk Mississippi Monday afternoon with you. We'll wrap up the 3 o'clock hour after this. With all the disruption in all businesses lately, our clients at PeopleEase didn't miss a beat. 
Did you struggle to get the necessary records required for COVID relief programs such as PPP, ERTC, or FFCRA? Will you be ready next time? Our clients at People Lease are ready. Call People Lease today at 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit our website, peoplelease.com. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by Spillway Diner, your local neighborhood family diner. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men and a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress, let Two Men and a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no obligation estimate. Ugh, I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. Mississippians are dying each day as a result of COVID-19. And if you're not vaccinated, you're at risk. I'm Richard Cross. I'm vaccinated because I want to protect my family. I want our Mississippi businesses to thrive. I want sports with full stadiums, and it's the right thing to do. If you want to save lives and also get back to normal, please get vaccinated. We know the vaccine is safe and it works, but only if we get it. You can find a COVID vaccine near you by going to vaccines.gov or by calling 800-232-0233. This message brought to you by Supertalk Mississippi. Mississippi media. When you experience the Sanderson Farms Championship, it's not just a good time, it's a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Mississippi's only children's hospital to support the nearly 180,000 patient visits at Children's of Mississippi each year. Last year, over $1.4 million were raised to go toward the completion of a much-needed children's hospital expansion. So join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship, September 27th through October 3rd, at the Country Club of Jackson. 
to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Okay, what we do next? Keep it moving, buddy. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888 8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. If you want to be a part of the conversation, hit us up on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. You know that it is Monday. It is just after 4 o'clock, and that means that winners and losers is just around the corner. It's not just after 4 o'clock now. At just after 4 o'clock, winners will be coming. Winners and losers. What am I saying? That Eastern time zone is getting you, man. I'm sitting here looking at 4.54 on my computer screen, and and I never change my watch, so my watch is 3.54. My computer screen and phone say 4.54. I I don't know. Can the entire world just not go to the central time zone? Hey, preaching to the choir. I guess that probably wouldn't work with sunrise and sunset and, uh, and whatnot. It would be confusing all over the place. Um... I'm bailing on you guys after winners and losers at 420, but I want us to talk for a second about LSU-UCLA on Saturday night. First of all, can we tip our cap to the UCLA fans? You you, you guys had 50,000 at the stadium, or maybe that was you, Hey, I thought the crowd was going to be small. That was a great crowd, and they were into it. UCLA gave them plenty to cheer about, and there was a... Um, you know the notion that's out there that a Chip Kelly offense, because of what he did at Oregon, is all about throwing the football? That's not what a Chip Kelly offense is about. A Chip Kelly offense is at its best when they are running the football and they are physical. And my goodness, did they run the football and were they physical against LSU? The thing that I didn't see coming was just how good and physical UCLA's defense was. They were good. Really, LSU could not run the football. No. And I don't know how much of that is LSU and how much of that is UCLA, but UCLA did a really, really good job. One other thing we learned, if you want to learn something, you've been saying this for a while, we are definitely grading Derek Stingley off his first year of college. Thank you. Because, man, they look rough. They couldn't stop them. That defense... I mean, again, you hired a coach who had never been a defensive coordinator or hadn't been one in such a long time and just expect that to be the answer. And it's not. And, I mean, they got a, they have a long road ahead of them. I don't know how they're if, – if they win eight games, there means there's a major upset in there somewhere. Amanda says LSU looked tired. She loves them anyway. If they're tired after week one, man, yeah, I got, I was I got bad say, news. Isn't, there, isn't that an issue? And, and I know this week was a little abnormal that they you know, had to pack up and bust to Houston and pack to practice in Houston. But I'm going to be honest, I don't want to hear about, oh, how hard it was on LSU when the people of Louisiana were dealing with what they were dealing with last week. When, and then Tulane when, rolls up Tulane, to Norman. Yeah. 
and should have won the game. Yeah. I mean, Nichols State played hard against or Nichols. They're not Nichols State. Nichols played hard against Memphis. They weren't in it. I mean, the 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 the, the talent differential was so incredible. But I mean, they bust to Memphis on Wednesday, and we're there. We're gonna have to stay for a little while longer. Quinn says, "Really, you guys are gonna ding Stingley?" Well, Quinn, let me ask you this. So I've I've floated this out there as a question. I have not, I have not like slammed my fist on the table and said this is the hill that I'm going to die on. But I have asked aloud, why are we making Derek Stingley a first-team All-American and a first-team All-SEC guy? Is it based on what he did as a freshman? Because he wasn't very good last year. And I've, I've had people tell me kind of off the record, well, there were things that were going on you know, away from the field and there were some injury issues, and there was some sickness. That was a big deal. You remember the Mississippi State game at the beginning of the year? It wasn't COVID-related. There was like a pretty significant health issue, and those are the reasons. But he's back, and he's ready to go, and he's wearing seven now for LSU, that, that vaunted number seven that's about team leadership. And They told the story about him going to LSU, or, or going to Ed Ogeron and saying, Coach, I'm ready for it. And he said, it was always yours. I was just waiting to hear that from you. All of those things. But on the field, he wasn't very good. He just wasn't. And not only was he not great in pass coverage, he got beat on a deal and just kind of way like hugging at the air on a guy that ran by him. Um, and how much money is UCLA going to make, not just among their fan base, but nationally on people that buy sissy blue Jumpman shirts? <laughs> It's just rich coming from a guy that's got a purple tie on. I don't know. I mean, if you're going to knock a sissy colors, then you're wearing yellow and Well, but purple, that goes dude. back to his time at Southern Cal. I mean, he was big. Yeah, like he, yeah, I've heard yeah, him yeah, tell yeah, that yeah. those hype stories before about, oh, this, this guy's gas station whoop. That only silly sissy powder blue every day. I made my eyes bleed. And, you know, whatever else. Yeah, well, uh, his football team made my eyes bleed, so... The funniest part was the uh, the highway patrolman that flexed at the guy. <laughs> he was going by as well. You know how it works. We want your winners and losers. Send them to us on the ceasefire text line. We will start that when we come back. What did you like from the weekend? What did you not like? This is Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Fox News, I'm Ann Carrick. Hundreds of thousands in Louisiana still are without power due to massive damage from Hurricane Ida. Power crews from all over the country are here right now, and they're trying to get power restored as quickly as possible. But really, they just face so many obstacles, and this storm truly was like no other storm they've ever faced. 30,000 power poles were damaged during Ida. That's more than hurricanes Katrina, Zeta, and Delta combined. Fox's Jeff Paul. The city of New Orleans should have full power in a few days. The State Department is facing questions about blocked flights out of Afghanistan. A White House official tells me they're not aware of a specific hostage situation on the ground in Afghanistan, but they are also reminding us that they don't have any people on the ground in Afghanistan anymore to confirm or deny these reports. Fox's Peter Ducey, America's listening to Fox News. 
Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi Highway Patrol's Labor Day enforcement period continues as we wrap up the long holiday weekend. All available troopers remain scattered across the state as they crack down on speeding and distracted driving. Checkpoints are also being used to enforce seatbelt laws and to remove impaired drivers from the roadways. During the 2020 Labor Day enforcement period, the Highway Patrol investigated 121 crashes, resulting in seven fatalities. And college football season has returned, and Scott Waller, president of the Mississippi Economic Council, says it's a huge economic driver for the state. It's not true tourism, but in a lot of ways it is, because it gets people there, it gets people in the restaurants. On a Saturday, if you tailgate, you're probably going to spend six to six to eight hours. If you just go to the game, you're going to spend three to four. But still, you're doing things in that community, and it makes a difference. Waller says communities depend on revenue from football season for their annual budget. Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Typically, we here at Keep Mississippi Beautiful like to share positive news with you, but not today. Litter is on the rise in our state and we need your help. Please put trash in its proper place and make sure you aren't accidentally littering items from the back of your truck. Protect the road, secure your load, because trash blows. Do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. Recently, state health officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs and other top health officials expressed that we may be moving past the latest wave of the pandemic in Mississippi, but Dr. Dobbs reiterated that what happens next depends on the state's response. We're starting to see some stabilization in numbers and hospitalizations, but again, time will tell, and the better that we do at both preventing transmission and getting vaccinated is going to help us out of that. For the month of August, 99% of Mississippi's new cases were among the unvaccinated. And speaking with Super Talk, Empower Mississippi President Russ Latino shared his belief that schools should prepare students to be lifetime learners instead of just focusing on good test scores. The formative education is supposed to present the framework or the foundation that equips you with the skills to go out and continue to be a learner for the rest of your life, to continue improving yourself. And right now, we've shifted the paradigm towards the short-term memory stuff that ultimately doesn't prepare people for life. Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk Mississippi News. 
What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on! It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Will you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial! Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm, rolling into the 4 o'clock hour, 5 o'clock hour if you happen to be in the uh, eastern time zone. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad, good to be with you on this Monday, Labor Day. If you've got the day off, congratulations. Hope you're enjoying it, and thanks for spending a little while with us. If you want to be a part of the conversation, hit us up on the C Spire text line, 601 879 Four three nine five. If you're a parent, you already know your kids are online for everything. That's why C Spire is providing award-winning parental controls from Bark, free with any C Spire wireless plan. Learn more at cspire.com/bark. We are coming to you live from the Pearl River Resort Studios, Pearl River Resort, home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. That's where we were last Wednesday. The Golden Moon. And, of course, of the sports book at Timeout Lounge, which would be a really good place to watch a little Monday night football, college-style Ole Miss and Louisville, uh, Louisville kickoff three hours from right now. All right, it is just after 4 o'clock now, officially. It is a Monday, and that means it is time for Winners and Losers. All I do is win. We got winners. We got losers. Americans love a winner and will not tolerate a loser. Boy, you had plenty to choose from this weekend. There was college football all over the place. There was uh, some wrestling match or a bunch of them that Hey Dad was really excited about. Uh, Borky kept telling about uh, telling us about this really, really, really important soccer match that ended in a tie last night. So lots As to choose is from. Tradition. Lots love to choose from. Lead it off, Michael Borky. Give me a winner. Uh, Kansas fans. I've seen a lot of fan celebration policing around. I've seen it online. I've seen it in podcast form. 
first of all, life is too daggum short to not celebrate the good things that happen to you. Yep. Second of all, the whole, wow, that's pathetic. They're celebrating a win over South Dakota. Do you know what it's like to be a Kansas fan? It is no. miserable. They are awful in perpetuity. They have that 2009 Orange Bowl or whatever, but they are terrible. They never win, ever. And so when they actually get one, they should storm the field. Dang right they stormed the field. I'm glad they did. I would have done it too. Good for Kansas fans. Forget the haters. Celebrate. Did they storm the field after they beat Texas that year? I'm sure they, they did. Road. did. Yeah. No, it was in it was in Lawrence. I but, think it wasn't. Yeah. But you never win. So when you win, lose your minds. Who cares about what the opponent is? It doesn't matter. You never win. And so when you do, go crazy, guys. Life's too short. Have I fun. Get, I got no issue with that at all. I'm not the celebration police. The only like question like against an FCS team is that don't, don't care. Kansas okay. might as well be an FCS That's team. Fair. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah, That's fair. <laughs> They've been playing FCS football for years, as it turns out. Hey, Dad, give me a winner. I'm really tempted to go with the San Francisco Giants just to complete people making fun of me all weekend, but uh, I'm going to go with Alabama. I, I was. I mean, it takes a lot for me to be impressed by Alabama. I expect them to win. I expect them to dominate. But they found another level of domination. They just smacked them aside like like a gorilla with its child. I mean, I've never seen anything like that. The way they just completely manhandled them. I, I mean, it was embarrassing. It was really embarrassing for Miami. And gosh, I, I thought Alabama might take a small. I mean, small. I'm not like Brandon Walker saying they're not going to make the playoff. A small step back. No, no. They're going to be right there all year and will probably be the national champions when it all uh, winds down in January. I mean, it feels like a big sweeping statement after one game, but who was more impressive? Who was even close to as impressive? I mean, Georgia? But they didn't score an offensive touchdown. No ineptitude there on that side of the ball. Yeah. I this is Pollyanna, so forgive me. But I'm going all of us in the winners category. If you watched a single college football game this weekend, it felt better than last year. Because there were fans in the stands and bands were jamming and rocking and rolling and cheerleaders on the field and people hugging and celebrating and there weren't masks everywhere you look. Are we out of the COVID world? No, of course not. We're not. I don't. Heck, we may never get out of it. And I'm not being flippant when I say that. I'm not sure that COVID is ever going to completely go away. We're going to learn to live with it and it's going to become less a part of the mainstream conversation at some point. But for this weekend, the opening weekend of college football season, all felt right in the college football world. And it was great. And we had upsets, and we had pageantry, and we had blowouts, and we had close games, and it's still not over. we got more of it coming up tonight, and it's awesome. So that's a winner for me. That's my great big Pollyanna-ish winner, and I don't care if it's Pollyanna or not. Any more? Any any other standout winners? The story out of Tallahassee. The McKenzie Milton story? McKenzie Milton returning to football is, is just special. 
And having the gut, his man, surgeon was at the game in tears when he got back yeah. on the field. His surgeon. And, and they told the story on the broadcast. They were like, the, his surgeon that was in tears watching him take the field, said, when asked if he could come back from it, he was like, I'm not saying you can't, but I've never seen it done. Wasn't he also quoted as saying, I'm not entirely sure he's ever going to walk again? Yeah. I mean, it was that yeah. bad. And then I, th- those guys are built different. I don't know if a, a football injury that could possibly remove my ability to walk would allow me to go back on the field again. But th- he's just built different, and that was awesome to see. Should we switch to losers? The San Francisco Giants were winners. they still best team in baseball. Once. They were once. They were Twice. they were winners once this weekend, right? Twice. Oh, they split. They, they took the series, and they are they are one game ahead in the NL West. Yeah, that thirty-seven game lead now has them up one. The Alliance is a big loser. <laughs> more specifically, the Atlantic Coast Conference and the Pacific Twelve Conference. The ACC Rough. this weekend. The Pacific Twelve. <laughs> Yeah. So they lose two of their, well, all three of their top teams lost, but uh, North Carolina, done. They're, they're not a playoff contender anymore. Miami will lose multiple games. Clemson obviously was just inept on offense. Duke went to Charlotte and lost. Shout out Will Healy. You had... Uh, not not Charlotte, the city of. Charlotte, the university. The university the city of. of Charlotte. Uh, Georgia Tech lost to Northern Illinois mm. as well. So, Gutsy call at the end of that game, by the way, to go for two for the win. Yeah. Shout out to whoever that coach is. That's what you do when you're an underdog on the road, group of five, power five. Go for it, man. I mean, go for it. What do you have to lose? Love the it. game? You Love were already it. supposed to. The Pac-12, Washington State lost to Utah State. Arizona lost to BYU. Cal lost to Nevada. Oregon State lost to Purdue. Stanford lost to Kansas State. Washington lost to Montana. Thank goodness for UCLA because that conference was a disaster. This weekend, and what is supposed to be their best team looked like garbage in a near win over Fresno State on their way to Columbus this weekend. Brutal f- for the two of them. I'm feeling pretty good about my prediction that the whole every year but two since 1937, some team that's preseason ranked in the top 10 finishes the year not ranked in the top 25, picking North Carolina. It's almost like there was something to the whole they lost 4,000 yards of offense off that team two potential NFL running backs and a couple of great receivers. And a overly simplistic offensive scheme that relies too much on winning 1v1 matchups and when you are playing teams that have really good players as well, you don't win one-on-one matchups as much and there you go. It's almost like we've seen that formula play out before. Maybe. Maybe so. All right, what about losers? (sighs) we got quite a few to choose from. Let's go... You know, let's go away from LSU for a minute. UConn, just Ooh. stop. Just stop trying to have football. It's not working. Randy Edsel announces his retirement on Sunday. I'm not sure if there's a $50,000 bonus for him in, in announcing it today it or tomorrow. Was it effective immediately? No, it's at the end of the season, so he's oh, going to trudge so on. Take 10 more losses on the resume. They play before Clemson next. Why would you just not retire? Get out before they murder you. Get out holy of the house. Cross, the call's right? coming from inside the house. Yes, holy cross. Shout out to the Crusaders. Good win for the so, Crusaders. Yeah. Randy Edsel, I mean, another one of these guys, you know, football man, I'm old school football guy. Yeah, you're a loser. Get out. <laughs> Connecticut played in a 
in a BC or not a was it a BCS game? It wasn't a BCS yeah. game. It was an Access no. Bowl. They played the Access Fiesta Bowl. Bowl. Was, yeah. Like yeah. six years ago. Well, it was, it was eight years ago. Yeah. However, well, yeah. whatever it hasn't within the last decade. They lost money on it. They lost and, money. And lost like hundreds of thousands of dollars because nobody yeah. went. All right, we will get to your winners and losers when we come back. You can send those those to us on the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Michael Borky and Brian Haydad will take you the rest of the way. We will have a full recap of Ole Miss Louisville tomorrow on Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. Employers, are you looking for new employees? Spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Care Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right, right now, there's, there's a $5,000 $5, sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm John Albritton. If your diamond seems smaller today than yesterday, trade it for a larger stone at Albritton's. Our certified gemologist will give you a generous, no-obligation appraisal of your diamond, which can be applied to your new selection. Whether you choose to remount your existing stone or simply trade it, you'll get the most diamond value at Albritton's. Quality and value go hand in hand at Albritton's. Jewelers. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Communication system is a go. Go! This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly. 
right, if you haven't lost us yet, you might. So, if you're listening on one of our dozen stations that happen to airs Ole Miss football, we've got some that air Ole Miss football, basketball, and baseball, and some that air Mississippi State football, basketball, and baseball. If you're on an Ole Miss station, you might lose us for the pregame show uh, for Ole Miss Louisville. If you'd rather not listen to Richard Cross, which, again, you know, you have a free window of opportunity to not do that, and you can find us... Uh, supertalk.fm slash watch or listen or on the Supertalk app. It's in your app store. It's free to you, and you can find us there because we will lose some of you guys at some point. Uh, Brett Norsworthy is fantastic, but he's stuck, again, with Richard. So, you know, if you want to flip it over to us, we'll talk more Mississippi State, LSU, scores from the weekend, and we've buried the lead on the biggest story. I have it on the first page of the notes. Uh, Lane Kiffin not coaching tonight because of a positive COVID test. So we'll get to all of that as we move along this afternoon. But we've got winners and losers. You guys have a bunch of them. So let's get to those now. Loser, quite simply, uh, State's O-line. This guy also said uh, John Cohen for hiring Mike Leach and winner Mackenzie Milton. Can't disagree with Mackenzie Milton. The O-line, yeah, definitely did not play great and has to play better. And that that's disappointing. Uh, that's because, because, you know, that had to be the number one priority all offseason, right? They, that had to be number one of what do we got to fix? That's got to be number one. One game in, it doesn't look fixed. Yeah. And I had somebody on this morning's live stream say, like, why are you being so negative about state? If, if Ole Miss wins and it's close, you'll probably say the same thing tomorrow. And no. No, if, if Ole Miss gives up a bunch of points and they happen to win the game, it's still going to be a disappointment. If they're not better defensively, it doesn't matter if they win or not because they're playing better teams than Louisville on the schedule. Mississippi State is playing better teams than Louisiana Tech starting five days from now. So, you know, you analyze for what they are compared to their peers, not group of five teams or middling ACC teams. But anyway. Jeff simply says Southern Miss is a loser. Not a great debut for Will Hall. I mean, how, how do you put that in perspective, hey, Dad? Because on one hand, it is a new coach. It's a new system. A lot of players transferred out in the midst of last season. It takes time to put your system in place, all that. But fans seem to be really, really disappointed, like angrily disappointed uh, with how they played on Saturday. I think a lot of that is sort of a Joe Moorhead kind of thing, right? Moorhead comes in and starts talking about get your ring size and championship standard, and then you, you play that way. I mean, you set yourself up for failure a little bit. Will Hall has been so exuberant and so positive this offseason about what he was going to do with USM football. And not only did they lose, but they, they really didn't they didn't put up much of a, of a fight from the looks of things. So I, I get that. I get the frustration there. You think, okay, it's a new day. It, it's It's, you know... New time at USM. We're going to get back to the ways we used to be. And you basically get some more of the same. I still believe in Will Hall. He's going to turn that around. Too good a coach. Too good of a recruiter. He's doing the right things. But let's not act like he walked into you know USM's best team ever. Yeah. they got a lot of work to do. And it's, you know, he'll put in the work. He'll get it done. But, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm surprised they, they got beaten the way they did. I'll say that. But I'm not totally surprised they lost. Especially in year one of Kane Womack as well. It's not like that yeah. was uh, a South Alabama team that had been established. It was a new system and stuff for them as well. 
Uh, Hayward out of Starful says, Winner, Brian Haydad, for winning my parlay by being one point off from a perfect Tennessee prediction. Good job. Nice. There you go. Gambling advice from me was was not great. Winner, the Wisconsin jump around. I I got two out of three on my parlay, which of course Ah, wins you no money, but... It's only it's only fair that Lafayette sort of got me. Uh, if you know if you know my backstory, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's payback, finally. Yeah, we're we're even now, Lafayette. We're even. Texas looked competent. I mean, they really did. They they, they looked, looked good. competent. It looked fine. It looked fine. Losers, Minnesota. They're running back Ibrahim yeah. out for the oh, season. Yeah. That sucks. He looked really good. The jump Michigan, around. Michigan. No, that was fantastic. Everybody's saying that the game sucked. The game sucked. It was awful. Um, so bad. But shout out to Fox. They did that right. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, we know that Wisconsin does the jump around. They do that for every game. But they captured it the right way. They, they went like five minutes without an announcement. Joe Clatter or Gus Johnson saying Just let him go. Yeah. And that, Gus that is in the, such... He's just sitting here head bobbing in the booth. That was awesome. They cut to him and he's that, just vibing in there. That's such an underrated skill for an announcer to know when not to talk. There are some guys who will just talk over everything and ruin the moment and they try to get their catchphrases in and everything else. And some guys know to let it breathe. And Gus Johnson, who is normally a guy that wants to yell and talk over things, he knew, just like, let me just let this one happen. I had the audio ready to play. I don't have it anymore. Uh, on Friday, after Ohio State beat Minnesota, apparently Minnesota has a player that uh, was the victim of a stray bullet. Okay. And after an extra point goes through, Gus Johnson in his you know yelling voice goes, this guy is recovering from getting shot in the face. <laughs> and then they cut the commercial. <laughs> Whoa, Gus. <laughs> I, I love stuff, that guy, though. I think he's great. Uh, winner, Patrick Cantlay. Somebody says uh, he wins the 2021 Tour Championship, takes home $15 million, led wire to wire. And, yeah, he's uh, in great form for the Ryder Cup here. And, Wait a minute, uh, hold on. I just realized something. Talking about golf made me realize it. Richard's gone, right? Yes. Winner, All Elite Wrestling. What a fantastic pay-per-view that was. Was it a good and show deb- last night? Great show, totally worth the money I paid for it, plus the debut of Adam Cole Bebe and... Brian Danielson. You may know him better as Daniel Bryan if you're a, a WWE fan. They br- brought them both out at the end. We went totally crazy at my house. It was fantastic. Like, so you knew who these guys were. So what does yeah, they're, bringing they're them they're out WWE. at the end mean? Uh, well, they were surprise guys. We didn't know uh, they were coming. Like they weren't on the card, essentially? Right, right, correct. Nice. And uh, they left WWE for AEW, so... Loser, Brian Kelly and his execution comment. This Ooh, is from Kevin Greenwood. Winner Notre now Dame said, players for making it out alive. There's some losers out there who want so badly to drop cancel culture on Brian Kelly when everybody else just realized, look, it's just a bad joke. He screwed yeah. up the joke. You know, When he said it, I was like, I immediately texted my friend Tyler Horka. I was like, you left Mike Leach. Who you you were just waiting. You were waiting for the bad comment from him. You never got it. And then Brian Kelly, game one, gives you that gold. Yeah, but Bomani Jones, by the way, said, I would have expected Sissy Blue to stroke more outrage than the execution joke. I get so, that. I get what he's saying. 
Like, sissy blue has some connotations that, in today's society, people don't want to have. Whereas the execution thing, I think people just realize right off the bat, that's just a botched, attempted humor. I think if either either one bothered you, you're insane. Yes. Credit to Brian Kelly. I was like, did people really get upset by that? My God. Yes, thank you. Somebody finally said it. (laughs) Oh, man. You can't, though, as a head coach, do the sissy, come on down here, you and your sissy blue shirt, and then go out and get smoked. Like, if you're going to say that, you got to win. You know what I mean? That's why generally coaches, like, shouldn't talk junk to opposing fans as they're walking into the stadium. Yeah. Because when you, you shouldn't lose, talk jump on your way out either, slash Tommy Tuberville and Hugh Freeze. Yeah, just walk into the stadium and know with your seven million dollars a year that some people might yell at you and then just smile and walk into the stadium and coach the game. That's what you should I have do. a new I have a new theory. I'm gonna share it with you right now. Whenever a coach does something that I deem to be it's sort of like the Dwight Schrute, you know, would an idiot do that? And if an idiot would do that, I won't do it. I'm going to ask myself, would Nick Saban do this? And if the answer to that question is no, then that coach should not have done that. Would Nick Saban engage a fan like that? He wouldn't Absolutely engage his not. own fan. Like, he didn't even yeah. acknowledge his own people. Exactly. Head down, I'm walking in. Would Nick Saban say, we're not giving out numbers this spring? Would Nick Saban refuse to turn in a roster? No then you shouldn't do it either. Take your cues from the top guy. What, what should we call that? The Nick Saban index? The Nick Saban... WWNSD? Yeah. What, <laughs> WWNSD. What would Nick Saban do? And when you hire a coach, you slap a bracelet on him that has that acronym. Exactly. <laughs> like, So, you know, your first day, like, uh, we, in practice, we only give out, you know, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Would Nick Saban do that? Did you, there was a great tweet this weekend that said, Miami had two coaches or two staff members responsible for the turnover chain and it's and giving it out. Alabama has two staff members responsible for watching every blitz package Miami's done for the last five years. What's the difference? Where are you, where are you spending your time? When they had to put, when they were getting beat, what was it, 44 to 10, and the guy caused a turnover? gets the chain, and then they overturn the call in the field, so he has to give the chain back is one of the more embarrassing things that I've seen in a while. More of your texts. We'll get to the rest of your winners and losers, and then as we start the 5 o'clock hour, what being without Lane Kiffin means for Ole Miss tonight. That's coming up next. Don't go anywhere. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. For your Labor Day, partly sunny conditions, high near 86. Tonight, 30% chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 71. Your Tuesday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 89. And moving into Wednesday, a 30% chance of showers, mostly sunny, high near 90 degrees. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. 
I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. Calloway's has just received a large shipment of ceramic pots. All sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South, period. We offer bulk soils for the do-it-yourself project. Callaway's offers landscaping. Designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformations. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, It's back. That's right, school is back in session. That means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right, school is back and so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving your cash. Pay just $3.29 per month on the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross or pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s Plus. Get a free 40-inch TV with every purchase. We want your old vehicle, bring it in, and we'll buy it even if you don't buy a new vehicle from us. Ridgeland Mitsubishi is the cute. Of credit. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Our team of experts is ready to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. School is back in session, so come get your deal now at Richland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Dine Road, call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Eclipse stock number 1772, Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1795, 1999, down 3.9, I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi Highway Patrol's Labor Day enforcement period continues as we wrap up the long holiday weekend. All available troopers remain scattered across the state as they crack down on speeding and distracted driving. Checkpoints are also being used to enforce seatbelt laws and to remove impaired drivers from the roadways. During the 2020 Labor Day enforcement period, the Highway Patrol investigated 121 crashes, resulting in seven fatalities. And college football season has returned, and Scott Waller, president of the Mississippi Economic Council, says it's a huge economic driver for the state. It's not true tourism, but in a lot of ways it is, because it gets people there, it gets people in the restaurants. On a Saturday, if you tailgate, you're probably going to spend six to six to eight hours. If you just go to the game, you're going to spend three to four. But still, you're doing things in that community, and it makes a difference. Waller says communities depend on revenue from football season for their annual budget. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. 
Trustmark. People you trust, advice that works. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Mississippi News doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state. From stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi News. All the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Right here is go back. And now back to back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling on Super Talk Mississippi. Coming, but UCF, Houston, BYU, and Cincinnati expected to apply for Big 12 membership next week, and they have the votes to admit them. So it's all red tape stuff now. It is happening. Those four will be joining the Big 12 in their attempt to stay a Power 5 league. There was a column this weekend. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to go down that road. There was a column written in a Memphis publication this weekend that opined over why Memphis was not included in this. And mm-hmm. let's just say that it's something that you could only expect a journalist, if you will, to write in the year 2021 as the reason why Memphis is not included. I'll give you one guess and you know what the answer is. Uh, laughable. Anyway. Some more of your winners and losers. One of you says, what's embarrassing is pulling out the turnover chain at all while getting your, you know what, handed to you. That's a bad look. Yeah. I got another loser. Maybe the Saints. Because, you know, they've moved this game from New Orleans to Jacksonville. There's a tropical something in the Gulf right now that is right now progressing straight towards the middle of Florida. Coming up from uh, from the Gulf of Mexico. So they could be playing that game in a tropical storm. Wait, are you joking? No, it's, it's uh, so they moved the game to Jacksonville because of a hurricane, and then there might be a hurricane in Jacksonville. I don't know what it's going to end up being. Like, like right now, it looks like it's just a depression or whatever it is. There, there's a formation potential of thirty percent in the next five days to turn into a hurricane, though. Apparently, somebody says loser USC. Which one? They both won this weekend. They didn't. They didn't. The one out in California didn't look great in winning. They just sort of out talented. Craig's calling me a winner for the post game uh, live video. We have two of those now. Hey, Dad's doing a, a post game Spotify green room after state games yeah. immediately. Well, how long did you wait? Ten minutes. No, so uh, immediately. I wrote. After I, wrote state I wrote games. a quick article and I was in there 10, 15 minutes after. We went seven fifteen to eight o'clock. I did forty five minutes of post game. And kickoff is late this weekend, right? Yeah, but we'll still do it. Maybe that'll make it fun. Or. And it's easy. Just we, we we may be I may be tweaking the formula a little bit, but long story short, you know, most post game shows they don't take they don't take listener questions. They just sort of right, go with yeah. it and. I'll let you talk. You got questions for me? If you just want to, you got a rant, bring it on. Hey, the FCC does not regulate Spotify no. Green Room. 
So no, it does not. It does not. <laughs> Fire away, I guess. If uh, if you're on there, so good stuff. Uh, somebody says Lane Kiffin probably caught COVID at the Tridelt House. Jeez. <laughs> That's a good one. Winner, Mississippi State baseball, still national champions. Put it on the board. Yeah, can't forget that. Cannot. That is still a thing. Yeah. So I have a I have a new thing I want to start doing on, on Monday shows. Bring for it. me anyway. Yeah. For me anyway. Um, you know, I always talk about when I have new information, I change my mind. So what I'm going to do every Monday, and if you want to tell Richard about this, and he can ask going forward, is. I'm gonna tell you what I think state's record is gonna be at the end of the year. Oh, week zero I like that. was seven. All right. Week zero was seven and five. So before I watched the Louisiana Tech game, I was gonna say seven and five. Now, I think I'm gonna say four and eight. Really? Yeah. I mean, it just that did not look right. They look disjointed. The offensive line doesn't look like it's fixed. I, I just, I just don't know. I just don't know. I think they can beat Tennessee t- uh, State. They'll beat Vanderbilt. I think they'll beat Memphis, and that that might be it. This is a really massive weekend for my yeah. stage. I could come back next Monday if they win and tell you I think they're going to go eight and four. Yeah, or I mean, that, that's what that's what the new. Or I could be like, all right, I'm I'm on, I'm on. It just depends on how they lose. If they lose a close game, okay, six and six, seven and five, still doable. If they get wiped off the field. They lose thirty five to ten or something like that. No. No. I've had a few people say to me, well, if they just played the way they did in the fourth quarter, then they'll win a bunch of games this year. Mike Leach said that after the game as well. It was actually kind of a funny quote. But how much of their success in the fourth quarter was SEC team talent and depth finally gassed Conference look at, look USA at the, team? Look at State's touchdown drives in that, in that game, too. Only one of them was over uh, 52 yards. Short fields. They had, they, had, they had the interception, short field, fumble recovery, short field, kickoff return, short field, and then the last one, the, the game tying or the game winning touchdown, uh, bad punt, short field, starting on their own forty eight. They only had they only put together one long drive the whole game. I mean, they the, the the offense looked like it was still a lot of the dump offs and not finding guys in those intermediate routes. I don't I don't expect Rodgers to be able to hit those forty and fifty yard verticals down the field. I, I, he doesn't have the arm for that. But I, he has to be able to throw between 10 and 30 yards consistently. And they got to give him the time to do it when he wants they got to give him the time to do that. And once he has the time, he has to he has to do it. He has to, like you said, he's going to take some more chances. I think I think after last year with the interceptions, they just sort of got drilled into them that don't throw interceptions. And then, of course, the pick six he threw was just egregious, just an awful decision by Will Rogers. Yeah. Threw it right into that guy's hands. They got a lot of work to do, man. They got a lot of work to do. But again, if you got work to do and if you got questions, it's better to be one and zero than zero and one. No which doubt, could have easily been. By the way, I had to old takes expose myself. I don't know if you saw that after the uh, the pick six. I said the coffin was closed on this one, and no nails. Much like, yeah, much like the Undertaker, they popped out of that. I said this is a disaster in Starkville right after that. So that well, I mean, that's still that was accurate the whole way through. But a lot of people were calling me out, and it's like. 
I'll leave it up. I don't care. I'll wear it. I mean, it, people calling you out for that, I would love to know what was in their mind when that interception was, you know? I mean, you just... Well, yeah, and I was, I was, I made some comments about that. I can't believe they're going to play Don't Stop Believing and all that. I was like, well, apparently they, they needed to not stop believing. I got that, and I, like I said, my, my choice of shirt got a lot of, a lot of run this weekend. Why? Uh, cause I, I was wearing a Giants polo. And <laughs> people were so... like, why? Why would anybody? Well, I had, of course, you have the MSU fans who don't understand that I'm not there to cheer for Mississippi State. Yeah. So they're like, because we took a picture, because it's been so long since we've been all up there together with me and some friends who work for the university, and so they're wearing Mississippi State stuff, and I'm not, and I got, I had to take the, uh, the hit on that. <sighs> That's why I'm wearing all the giant stuff today. Is sort of a, you know, sort of a. Gotcha. If you were up guys. there rocking state gear and clapping and stuff, they'd kick you out. They kick me out. They kick you out. So, Jeez. here's a little inside baseball about being fat. When you're fat, you might have like, if you're lucky, three or four polos that you can wear tucked in. That's what I have. I have three or four that I can. I know I can tuck them in and still be comfortable. I have tons of shirt I can wear untucked. But tucked in, if I want to wear slacks, I got like three or four. And that's one of them. So I just grabbed it. And I have to be, and I, I try to be color conscious. I have a blue one and I have a red one. I have a, like a blue and red. I, I can't wear them. They're playing Louisiana Tech. This weekend, I'll probably wear a blue shirt. Just go ahead and prepare yourselves. You fashionistas out there who love to keep up with me. One of you says, I've been asking about state's offensive line since last year. So have we. But I mean, the, the message out of camp was getting better. You know, getting better. It's a, it's a different unit. They're getting better, and then they play Louisiana Tech, and it it's just one game. We had somebody text us earlier. It's just one game, guys. Teams can get better. Yes, they can. They, they, they certainly can. That's what makes this Saturday so pivotal. Yeah. Randy Edsel will step down immediately. Just tweeted out. He, he didn't want any part of that Clemson game. <laughs> like, why, they, why would I stick around for that? They don't need to let that game happen. UConn does not well, I mean, need to go are, to Clemson. What are they going to do? Right? Hazard, man. They're going to buy out U- uh, Clemson? They're going to be like, Here, here's a million five? Man, Furman's right up the road. They would put up a better fight than UConn. Just figure figure that out and let Furman play Clemson because that video of him mm-hmm. late in that game, you know, trying to hype up his team and then putting his fist up to like break it down and not a single player like yeah. joined him in that. Yeah. Ooh. Tough. There's losing a locker room like internally where it's hard to see or like their play shows it, and then there's losing your team to the point where they actively don't listen to you while you're coaching them during a game. That's 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 bad. But this is a guy. I mean, we've been making fun of this guy for the, like the last two or three years. He's one of those football football guys. He's the guy who sent his you know who just created a rivalry with Maryland and Penn State out of thin air and then didn't let his players shake hands with Penn State, only to lose by 40. Then he goes back to UConn, the school that he abandoned and, and can't win there, and gets a, gets a you know a, a $30,000 bonus every time his team has 100 yards of total offense. I don't have a whole ton of sympathy for this guy. No, it's crazy. They uh, are... They should honestly consider dropping down to the FCS. They should. They really should. Idaho did it. Appears to be working okay for them. Yeah. Up there in the Kibby Dome. That's where Idaho plays. There's your fact of the day if you didn't know it. I love Kibby. It's delicious. (laughs)
601-879-4395. Hour and no, two hours and ten minutes until Ole Miss Louisville tonight. Talking all kinds of stuff. Big weekend in college football. And at the top of the five o'clock hour, we'll get into what Kiffin being gone means for Ole Miss tonight. Does it change the way you think about this game? We'll ask you coming up at five. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Here's John and Corey Ravenstein for Juniker Jewelry Company. If you're thinking about selling your old jewelry, especially diamonds, Knowing what you have is the key to getting the best price. At Juniker Jewelry Company, as gemologists and appraisers, we will assess accurately the real value of what you have. And then make you the very best offer. You see, as true diamond brokers and importers, we buy and sell diamonds every day on the worldwide market. We specialize in diamonds of a carat or more and can discreetly handle any diamond, no matter how large. That diamond ring you inherited from Aunt May. Or maybe it's that diamond you just don't wear anymore because it simply lost its meaning. We'll help that diamond find a new home. For all your diamond needs, come to Juniker Jewelry Company. Buying or selling, we are Mississippi's most trusted name in diamonds. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. This Labor Day broadcast on Super Talk Mississippi is brought to you by Tico Steakhouse. Come dine with us. Tico Steakhouse, where the locals gather. East County Line Road in Richland, 601-956-1030. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. With the surge in COVID-19 cases, Mississippi's hospitals are overwhelmed. The best way to stay out of the hospital and avoid serious illness and even death from COVID is to get vaccinated. I'm Gerard Gibbert, and I got vaccinated after discussing with my personal physician and many doctor friends. Vaccines are safe and effective, but they only work if you get the shot. You can find a COVID vaccine near you by going to vaccines.gov or calling 800-232-0233. This message is brought to you by Supertalk Mississippi. Mississippi Media. 
at Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back and play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here, Sports Talk Mississippi. You like this show, huh? Yeah! Super Talk Mississippi. Clemson, Georgia, the marquee game of the weekend. Quite frankly, all right, I understand that people love watching great defense. If that's what you're talking about, count me out. Six combined total points in the game scored by the Georgia and Clemson offenses. The difference was a pick six thrown by DJ Uyong Galile or whatever. And Georgia wins the game 10 to 3. What do you make of it? Well, first off, Georgia winning the big game is something. You know, they, they for so long have not won them. Uh, so to find a way to win, even in those circumstances, obviously two really good defenses, but the offensive execution was not great. Uh, that said, you know, Georgia will be good offensively uh, basically the rest of the year because they don't really have. Another team like that on the schedule, maybe Auburn, but I, I I think Auburn's a little fool's gold. Everybody's excited about how easily they beat Akron. Clemson, I mean, we know that unless something really weird happens, they're not losing again until they play in the playoff. So they'll be fine. DJ is an interesting uh, case because he's got a big NLI deal. He's uh, he's he's Dr Pepper. He got a, he got a Dr Pepper deal, and some people and I were talking about like you know what if he's no good. I don't think he's going to be no good, but what if he's no good? Well, unfortunately for Dr. Pepper, you can't put a performance clause in there. So uh, you'll just be paying him to promote your product when he's going 10 for 28 with two picks every week. But, I, I, yeah, I agree with you. that We're not going to see defense like that the rest of the way. Those two teams, that, that, that was a poorly played football game. And in that case, give me Georgia every time. When it's going to get mucky, when it's going to be in the mud, it's going to be a, a dirty old school game give me georgia in every possible instance yeah. in that situation I, I did not realize that uh, skalski was still in school i mean is he an eighth year senior at this point my gosh he and his neck roll have just been a professor Clemson. skalski yes he is now uh you can his office hours are thursday friday two to three i mean seriously so uh, obviously clemson's very good people think their their defensive line especially has a couple of nfl guys on it like early round nfl guys clemson's very good but from what you saw from JT Daniels in that Georgia offense, is it enough to be more than what they have been? Not, not from week one. No, they, we got to see more. We got to see a lot more. To be totally honest, from them, uh, because you know, no matter what happens, we I assume that things will go the way I think they're going to go. 
they have a date with Alabama coming at some point. Yeah, to win the national championship at some point for Georgia, they got to go through Alabama, who we know can score. We know they can put points on the board, and they're going to stretch you. So they've got to find they've got to find their offense. They got to find Daniels and 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 and, and a system that's going to work with him. Because they have the talent. We, we we see the recruiting classes year in and year out. They've got great players all over the field. you got to start finding a way to, to get those guys rolling. So Georgia remaining. UAB, South Carolina at home at Vanderbilt. God bless the Commodore offense there. Arkansas at home at Auburn seems to be their first kind of test game. They get Kentucky and uh, Missouri at home. They go to Tennessee, Georgia Tech, and of course have Florida and the cocktail party. Georgia Vanderbilt. I don't want over under on points. I want over under on yards for Vanderbilt. Under two hundred, right? For sure. Yeah, I would maybe guess maybe under one fifty. Yeah. Over Gosh. under one forty five. Under. They may get under. it late when it's sixty two to nothing. Well, I mean, they might not though. That yeah. Georgia's third string guys are still better than Vanderbilt's. Unbelievable how how fast they were too. Vanderbilt lost by twenty points to an FCS team this week. Not even a good just, one. Not even a good one. Yeah. I mean, the East Tennessee State won't make the playoffs this year. They're not even no. a top twenty-four FCS yeah. team. But they got tough this offseason because he didn't give out any numbers. Hey, great, great work. Yeah, that that really helped. Would Nick Saban WWSNSD? No, Nick Saban has numbers on his team. That's a good question, John in Oxford. Hey, after what Haydad said about Clemson, if Florida State keeps playing like last night, they can, not will, beat Clemson. Do they play each other? They do. Uh, that's okay. Clemson's only real. De- well, they have to go to NC State too, I think. Yeah, they do, and that 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 game has, you know, especially if, if NC State wins this weekend. I think that game is Week Four, so there would be. Yeah, I think I forget who NC State has next, but it's it's a a game they should win. They should be undefeated playing Clemson. I think they'll be undefeated as it is. So that yeah, that has a yeah, little pizzazz Clemson to has it. has Florida State at home after a road trip to Pittsburgh. Well, there you go. Yeah, Clemson's remaining schedule. South Carolina State, Georgia Tech at home, at NC State, Boston oh College God. at home, bye week. At hey, Syracuse, hey. at Pitt, Florida State at home, at Louisville, UConn, Wake Forest at home, at South Carolina. I just I just learned that on October second, Vanderbilt plays UConn. Wow, that might be take the, the under. Worst Bet everything you've ever, ever had played. on it. Bet everything you have on that under. Bet it now. They're gonna make it like thirty-two. <laughs> take it. Still go under. Yeah. All right, Lane Kiffin got the Rona. What does that mean for Ole Miss football-wise tonight against Louisville? That's what we're talking about next as the 5 o'clock hour begins. Don't go anywhere. Your home for Ole Miss sports. The Magnolia State. Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601 345 
I'm Ann Carrick. It's back to work for Congress on the agenda, massive spending. Democrats are scrambling to write the $3.5 trillion social spending bill and couple that with the bipartisan infrastructure bill. Democrats aim to pass both this month. There are some of our senators who want more than $3.5 trillion, some want less. In the Senate, we need 50 Democratic votes to pass the reconciliation bill. We need all 50. And in the House, they're going to need uh, a bare margin to pass both bills. Fox's Chad Pergram with Senator Chuck Schumer. Concerns of another coronavirus surge following Labor Day weekend getaways. The concern is really for the 47% of Americans who are not yet vaccinated. The CDC asking those folks to avoid travel altogether as the U.S. records more than 160,000 new infections a day. Fox's Charles Watson, America's listening to Fox News. Fox on tech. Social media is still struggling to control a flood of misinformation, but attempts to slow or stop it may have the opposite effect. USA Today reports on a new study from New York University researchers that found when it blocked or labeled former President Trump's claims of election fraud, the tweets spread anyway, and not just on Twitter, but also Facebook, Instagram, and Reddit. In fact, the study found messages blocked from engagement on Twitter received more visibility on other platforms. The researchers say that underscores the network nature of misinformation. Posts or messages banned on one platform may grow on another platform by way of links, quotes, or screenshots, but that it isn't necessarily the so-called Streisand effect, where an attempt to hide information draws more attention to it. The study also questions the social media company's ability to halt misinformation. The study used data from November 1st of 2020 through January 8th of 2021. With Fox on Tech, Brett Larson, Fox News. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As cleanup along the eastern seaboard continues, Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith is amazed that some of their death tolls are higher than those in the south. This storm was a ravaged storm, cat, you know, Category 4 storm. And uh, we, we knew that we would have a lot of damage, but up the east coast, it was more than I anticipated. The botched withdrawal from Afghanistan is a huge stain on America, according to Congressman Stephen Palazzo. So we, we betrayed them, we betrayed um, the Afghans, and what really concerns me, Paul, is the credibility uh, going forward. You know, are these countries going to partner with us? Are they going to believe in us? Um, I, don't, I don't think so. He says Nancy Pelosi didn't want to answer inquiries regarding an investigation into Afghanistan, but they'll continue to demand answers. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Hello, Archie Manning here. When you grow up in a town like Drew, you understand once a Mississippian, always a Mississippian. I love this place and care about what happens here. Our doctors are telling us 95% of new hospital patients who have COVID did not get vaccinated. We know the vaccine works, but only if you get it. It's easy and it works. Please get vaccinated, my friends, and stay healthy. Sponsored by Delta Health Alliance. Go to getyourshotms.org. Hey there, Lucky Buck here, coming to you live from a nearby meadow. You know, four-leaf clovers are lucky, of course, but I find that the three-leafers are lucky, too. And just as tasty. Mm. Speaking of lucky things in threes, there's Cash 3 from the Mississippi Lottery. Cash 3 has daily drawings with 50 cent and $1 plays and lots of ways to win. So play Cash 3 sometime and you might be lucky like me. Have fun, y'all. Must be 21 years or older to play. Please play responsibly. 
The Department of Transportation got a big check from the state treasurer's office. State Treasurer David McRae presented MDOT with a check for unclaimed property totaling over $53,000. MDOT has stated that they'll use the money for road and bridge projects around the state. According to McRae, you may have unclaimed property waiting for you as well, with 1 in 10 people having some amount of unclaimed money in the state. To search for property in your name, visit treasury.ms.gov. A lot of people trust the Farmer's Almanac for seasonal forecasts. The longtime publication says this winter could be harsh from north to south. Rob Dawson with Fox has the story. Below average temperatures and above average snowfall for New England, parts of the Appalachians, the Ohio Valley, the Deep South, even southern New Mexico. But the Farmer's Almanac is questioned every year for its accuracy. The Almanac claims an 80% accuracy rate. I'm Kelly Bennett. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. From the Magnolia State to the world, you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, Mississippi. at supertalk.fm. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. It doesn't get any better than this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Michael Borky and Brian Haydad with you on this first Monday of college football season 13. 12 more of them to go. I tried to give us that second bye week that we need. Well, you know, we got bowl games and everything else. We got a lot more than that. It is great, though. Feels good. Finally have this back. Weird day, though, because, you know, Mississippi State played this weekend, so they're miss. Attempted to play this weekend. Just kidding, JP. I know you would appreciate the joke, though. And uh, Ole Miss plays tonight, so that kind of throws everything off. But we're glad that you guys are with us nonetheless. I can't wait for some Ole Miss fans to talk about how obsessed I am with Ole Miss because I tweet something about the Ole Miss game, which is the only college football game happening tonight. That and also you're expected sorry. to talk about it tomorrow. Sorry, sorry for watching the game I, I, you know, and having a thought. What would you prefer me do? Watch uh, guys' grocery games, probably. Is that a real I thing? I like that show. Guy's Grocery Games? Yeah, that's a real thing. Oh, really? Yeah, Guy Fietti? Yeah. Hey, deep down, so people make fun of that guy. When you read He's about awesome. his charity work, he is the best. Fantastic human being. Living the dream. He's just got goofy hair. That's, that's he was, all. 
He was he would have been totally content in life to have lived his life the way it was going before he got on Food Network. And instead, he has done more for small businesses than almost anyone not named Dave Portnoy. Pretty much, yeah. He's yeah. Uh, he's the best. Also, I, I know we're supposed to be talking football. We're going to, but I just learned that intentional balks are a thing. These are a now. thing now. Yeah, it's a thing. I had no idea. Started happening a few weeks ago. That it was uh, it was somebody from the Dodgers, and uh, he he felt like the guy on second was was had his, either had the signs or he just he just wanted him off second. It's like I don't I can't deal with this anymore. So he just balked him over. He looked at the umpires like I'm gonna balk. Balked. Got took third. Got strikeout. Got out of the inning. It's crazy. I, I saw a highlight from Red Sox Rays where yeah. uh, guys on second, bottom of the tenth, guys on second, down two runs. Pitcher just balks him over to third. He can't relay signs, and I can pitch from the windup. And if he scores, so what? Because I got another run to give. Interesting. I didn't see that coming, but hey, strategy evolves. All right, let's talk about this. Uh, it was announced by him, Lane Kiffin himself, on Saturday morning that he had a positive COVID test. He even said in uh, in the release that he debated whether or not getting tested because he had a incredibly mild symptoms, but he did have symptoms and went and got tested, and sure enough, he's got it. So Ole Miss will be without Lane Kiffin tonight. I assume based on timing he will be back with the team sometime early next week, if not almost immediately. But two things. First of all, I saw so many people say sarcastically, well, so much for the 100% vaccine rate and what good was that and all that stuff. The team being 100% vaccinated was massive because they can all play. If Matt Corral, for example, wasn't, guess who would not be playing tonight? We wouldn't have any quarterbacks probably because he's in the room with them. Yeah. You know, you'd be telling you'd be telling Plumley, guess what, buddy? You're coming You're back. back. <laughs> so that's why that's why it's huge because the team is otherwise unaffected. Just Lane Kiffin. Now losing your head coach is not a good thing, but if this was last year, Ole Miss would be without fifteen guys tonight. And you'd basically guarantee they lose the game. Instead, they're just without their head coach. That's a big deal, but it could have been a heck of a lot worse had they not been in this position. So, you know, people like to pretend they're really smart, myself included. Hand-raised, I like to think I'm smarter than I am. But in this case, that rate or that story saved their chances tonight. They'd be forfeiting. Or playing so shorthanded it would be a oh, joke. Yeah. Or it would be, or they'd be, they were they would lose if that team was yep. not it was at fifty percent vaccination. Yep. All right. So, what is your opinion though about him not being there? So, luckily for Ole Miss, all of the game planning and practicing was done. But still, no Lane Kiffin tonight. What is does that change the way you think about the outcome of the game at all? No, nah, not really. I mean, Levy is the play caller anyway. Durkin's been a head coach before, so anything like that, he's going to be. I assume that's. I assume that Durkin's in charge tonight. Is that correct? They have not announced it formally. Okay. That would I mean, it just be feels the, right, though, right? Yeah. So Durkin's in charge. He'll be fine. Levy calls the plays. Uh, you might lose a couple of, of you know, because I think Kiffin sort of goes the Moorhead route and that he has 51%. And if, he, if there's something he wants, he'll get it. But Levy's a good play caller. I, I mean, and Corral out there is, is just an extension of all that. I, I, if I had money on Ole Miss to cover, I wouldn't feel bad about it. 
What I'm most focused on, I, I did a, a hit with uh, ESPN Louisville a little while ago, and they asked how big of a deal it is. And I said, well, it depends on how you look at it. Yeah, it's a big deal. You lose your head coach, it's always a big deal. I mean, Nick Saban didn't coach in the Iron Bowl. They still won the game because Auburn stunk, but th that was significant. Uh, like you said, Lane Kiffin, uh, Lane Kiffin is not exactly the primary play caller. That, those duties are largely given to Jeff Lebby. People think really highly of him. His offenses at UCF were incredibly explosive. Last year, so much of his influence was on the scheme uh, on top of play calling. So it's not going to be a situation where head coach is primary play caller and next guy that has to step up has never done it before or has very limited experience doing it. It's not the case. So that's a good thing. But Lane Kiffin is heavily involved, like you said, in... Uh, veto power. He obviously is heavily involved in any kind of adjustments that are made. Uh, he's an offensive savant, and maybe he sees things that Lebby does not. And then the next layer to me is what happens if Matt Corral makes a mistake early and he can't go to the sidelines and talk to Lane, who mm -hmm. he's developed apparently an incredibly close relationship with. Like they are hand in hand, like they are close. At least that's what Chris Lowe wrote this morning. If you want to read it before the game, it's an article on ESPN. Those two guys are tight. What happens if Matt Corral wouldn't throws be, a... Wouldn't be football season without a Chris Lowe Ole Miss puff piece. I'm just going to tell you that. <laughs> um, those guys are tight. What happens if Matt Corral makes a mistake and throws an interception early and he comes to the sidelines and Lane is not there? He's got to pick yeah. up the phone to talk to Jeff Levy. Does that influence how Corral oh, so handles something Levy's like that? staying up uh, in the box? I would assume so if that's uh, if Durkin's going to be in the, the sideline duties because that's that, where Levy that, always is. Yeah, but I might I might make a change there. Which, again, I don't think it was a big thing. But I, I might want to be down there just so I could immediately talk to my quarterback. And that might be the case. Have, yeah. it's it, This is all It's more logistics than anything else with this. In terms of what Ole Miss is going to do, they're still the better football team. I imagine whoever, uh, again, assuming it's Durkin, uh, has a list of if this happens, this is what you do. Very similar to like the blackjack card. Mm -hmm. You know, if the dealer's yeah, showing yeah, yeah. six, here's what you do. Yeah. Th they've got to have that laid out for whoever is controlling the game tonight. The real question is why can't he just coach from a hospital bed? Precedent has been set on this. Just, just get a hospital bed and like one of those bubbles, you know, the air bubbles around him and you know, a couple of, of nurses and a. In uh, hazmat suits, and he'll be fine. Yeah, we let, did, him, let him let him coach. We did the, get that message. Is Lane Kiffin going to be laying in a hospital bed in the upper deck tonight? It worked for you, Freeze. Exactly. I did see. So somebody asked me if he could like test out of this and go. I have not seen the protocol myself. I assume because we have precedent for that. Nick Saban did it last year. I assume. Maybe that's a bad assumption. If I were Lane Kiffin, I would have been asking for multiple tests yesterday and another yeah. couple earlier. And if yeah. I got a negative, I'm getting on the plane and I'm going to coach. Because you guys set the precedent last year with Nick Saban being able to test out of a positive in a quarantine situation, and he got to go coach. So if that's the case, give me seven tests between Sunday and Monday midday. And if one of them turns up negative, I'm getting on the plane and you're flying me private to Atlanta so I can coach. I would hope that they did that. So maybe 
you know, he's still turning up positives. Or for some reason they won't let him, which I think would be absurd. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't quite know why Ole Miss didn't do that, go that route. Unless, I mean, maybe he, he did say he had, did he Did he say he had some slight symptoms? He has symptoms, yeah, or had So I mean, he just like, I, he doesn't feel well, and he's like, I obviously have it, let's just... Let's just, you know, this this wasn't a false positive. Let's just get through it. People keep asking about uh, communication, ways to communicate. We're uh, up against a heartbreak here, so we'll get to that after the break. Of One, why he can't do it, and why, even if he wanted to do it, probably still wouldn't work anyway. We'll get to all that coming up in your text, 601-879-4395. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. I'm Michael Borkey's Brian Haydad. Richard Cross is in Atlanta right now getting ready to do the sidelines for the uh, broadcast there. And Chris and Kirk on the call tonight. Or wait, it's not Chris Fowler, right? It's uh, Reese Davis, I think. I think Fowler is only doing one game this weekend. I think that's correct, yeah. Either way. Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Not going to be packed tonight because it wasn't packed on Saturday. Visible empty seats for an Alabama game in Atlanta. Times different now. They just are. More coming up. Don't go anywhere. Feeling down? Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. An 11-year-old shelter dog finding her forever home makes the doggy Dean's List. Sally is a pit bull and terrier mix. She's been available for adoption at the always and forever Midwest Animal Sanctuary since 2020. But her luck could be changing now that she's famous. Local animal lovers in Kansas City, Missouri teamed up to get a billboard with Sally's picture on it above a section of Interstate 35, a major highway. Scott Poor, who helped with the billboard campaign, says it's been a dream of his for many years to have a billboard that features the animals in Kansas City shelters that have been homeless the longest. And according to Sally's profile, when Sally is adopted, the billboard will go on to promote other in-need shelter pets from Kansas City. Scott says in the meantime, he will use his funds from his business to support his animal rescue work. I have a feeling Sally will find a forever home soon. Janice Dean, Fox News. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Fox on set. The University of Kentucky is using new technology to get food deliveries to students in a unique way. Hello. I'm a Starship Delivery Robot. 
Students aren't the only ones starting the semester. Contactless food delivering robots are too. They were created by the co-founders of Skype and operate in a similar manner to food delivery apps DoorDash and Uber Eats. Students can simply place their order on the app, the robot picks it up from a restaurant, and then brings it right to their door. Dave Haygood is a U.S. launch specialist for Starship Technologies. We just lovingly refer to them as just, you know, the bots. The robots use GPS to find their way and can even recover if they hit a bump. Haygood adds the bots don't have to worry about the weather. If you want your food in the rain, if you want it in the snow, uh, they will take care of that for you. Some say the little bots are becoming unofficial mascots for students and that many are taking selfies with them to post on social media. With Fox on Tech, I'm Anna Eliopoulos, Fox News. From the birthplace of America's music, this is Super Talk Mississippi, streaming live 24-7 at supertalk.fm. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. brings up something interesting. I had to Google this. I didn't know it was possible. Did you know that 6-1 to one is a possible score in football? Yeah, it's something with the, when you block the extra point, and then uh, it's what, what, what exactly? How do you get there? It's an extra point, a safety on an extra point. So nearly impossible to do. However... If your two-point or field goal attempt for an extra one point or two ends in a safety, that is one point for the defense. So basically the kick would need to be blocked. Somebody runs it all the way back to the other one-yard line. They fumble it there to the other team, and then that team gets tackled in the end zone. Yes, so that team picks up the ball on the one, voluntarily runs into their own end zone, Mm-hmm. And then gets tackled. That is how you get one point in football. Six to one, yeah. Six, uh, six to one. Something else of, of interest to me, by the way. I don't know if you're aware of this. So tonight the game is at the Mercedes Benz, uh, the stadium there in Atlanta. Right across from that tonight is Dragon Con. <laughs> I would love to see the Ole Miss fans and the Dragon Cons walking side by side. Talk about Vineyard Vines and Game of Thrones making it happen. Could you, could you imagine somebody, what somebody what the, in there? The closest bar between those two places is like right now. <laughs> Why is the game on? Put it on Star Trek. People go wild for stuff like Dragon Con, right? Like you've got people in full oh, yeah. dragon costumes running around oh, yeah. right now. And that's the yeah, that's a, that's a fantasy one. So you're talking about like, my God, the people probably in whole full suits of armor. And everything else next to some guy wearing, you know, Costas, a Land's End polo, a pair of red shorts that are just a little too short, and loafers. Somebody asking if uh, the one point has ever happened. I don't think so. It happened. It happened recently. There was somebody. Oh, let me see if I can find it. I don't know how I'm going to Google it. Scores one point. Uh... It happened in a game. I, I, it was like a, a, a like a Mac game or something. 
Texas, Texas A&M in 04 had one. Okay. Well, that's not the one I'm thinking of, but yeah. How about one that? Point. Yeah. I can't I can't find the game. Oregon I'm Kansas of, but... State has had one? Yeah. It has happened. That is hilarious. I did not know this. 2004, Texas, Texas A&M had a one-point safety. Oh, man. If only the Aggies weren't scared to play that game anymore. (laughs) I just love how they're not going to get a choice. A one-point safety can also happen, it appears, on a punt as well. Okay. No, yeah, I, no, I guess. maybe not. No, they're showing the wrong highlight on the video I pulled up. Okay. They're not showing the right thing. How about that? That is so funny. I had no idea that was possible. It's a thing. It is a thing. Imagine if we got. Imagine if we ever had a six-one football game. What a terrible game that would be. Well. You've seen three to two in person. Why? Why? Why has it got to be that way? I don't. I don't know why. Yeah, I have that game. I can't even hardly put it into words. I've never been so convinced a team was going to win five to three outside of Duty Noble Field in my life. But they didn't. They lost three to two. Mike and Myrtle still hanging with us. He says, "Glad you are with us." Skip and Pearl says, "I missed the Kiffin interview." So did we. Didn't have a given interview today. Well, yeah, we didn't, did not. Didn't advertise one, so don't look at me. We, um, you know, I would love to be talking to him right now. What do you think he's doing right now? You think he's, he's sitting on the couch, or like drinking no. a whiskey? So I, I uh, just divining of what I know of Lane Kiffin, and I've never, sp- I've only spoken to the man one time. Uh, I don't know him. I don't have any kind of relationship with him. But if you told me right now that he's got like some southern coop and maybe a pizza, and he's just sitting on the couch <laughs> with a six or a land shark lager, just gonna getting ready to watch, I totally buy that. Just I don't think he's nervous at all. Eating pizza and watching. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm fine. We're gonna be fine. Hey, look, if this, if they, look, if they were playing Alabama, be different, right? But I think he knows his team is is good enough to win this game. It should be anyway. There's nothing else he can do. I've had so many people ask, well, why can't he call in? Well, here's the thing. He'll be in Oxford, presumably, and there is a delay from real time to what you're watching on television. There's no way he could be on the phone and call a play. There's just not enough time logistically. Right. It just it, It's impossible. Right. He could, I assume, be on the phone and call them. I think it's against the rules, but, I mean, come on. Uh, and give some halftime adjustment type stuff. Yeah. But still, that's kind of a logistical nightmare. I think what's really going to happen is he's just got to trust his guys and trust his assistants because everything else would be too much of a headache to even try, and it wouldn't work to the point where it's valuable input. He's got to sit back and just kind of hope, you know, do as much prep and planning as you can, and then when his yeah. team goes, he's got to hope that they execute the plan. I, I don't wonder, think there's anything he could do, even if he wanted to, and if it wasn't against the rules. I wonder if he spoke to Coach Yo. Oh, yeah, she had, she to had to do that. 
she missed like the first two or three games of the NIT or something. And uh, had, couldn't coach. And she had, remember, we had her on the show. Yeah. And she talked about how I mean, it was it was rough for her. I wonder if he, oh, I, I guarantee they had to have spoken. He's not a big pregame speech guy. I wonder if he recorded one. All right, guys, let's get out there and win. I would let Durkin handle that. That one John in Oxford says, in all caps, what if Vandy UConn ends in 6-1? to one? It's, it's, That's the score that game deserves. That game How is they more likely six? to end in six to one than thirty-five twenty-eight. If you told me that I had to pick a score, and whatever I'm closer to, you know, is the is the winner, I would definitely take six one over even like twenty-four twenty-one. Oh, Jeff McComb says he must be talking about the interview with Richard on the pregame show. Well, ah. so so glad, Richard, that we got to air that on our show. I'm tomorrow when we talk. I'm gonna give him crap for that. Are you kidding me, man? Yeah. Randy in Aberdeen says cannot get over the Kentucky media and even the SEC network saying how good the Wildcats are after a game against ULM. It's like this every year when they win one game. I guess they believe they will win the East. They they played well. I mean, they dominated the game. Levis looked okay. I mean, looked good. They threw the ball down the field. They'll be all right. We'll find out more. You know. Let every week of the season be your guide. Don't lock into anything in week one. What you think in week one and what you, think about last year. Think about after week one last year. Remember that show? State threw for 623 yards, and I'm yes. on here thinking, who's going to beat them? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just let the season play out. Make your decisions as you go. Just tuned in. When did Kiffin know he wasn't going to be there? I guess they confirmed it on Saturday morning. That's Saturday when they morning, released yeah. It. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It's really tough. But yeah, Saturday morning. One of you says, I believe he can get the, the live feed from Ole Miss Video Crew. Uh, I'm, again, I'm sure, but it, it's just not logistically feasible for him to be calling plays. Not there. Yeah. And I don't want that precedent to, to exist anyway. I, I don't want that to... Because I've heard people say, well, we've got technology now. Why can't he? Because that could open up a box where Alabama could have assistants that they pay that are, you know, NFL guys or whatever scattered all over that are watching the feeds that can have their input. I want all communication to be close circuited with just the people that on game day are allowed to talk to each other, and that's it. I don't think that allowing anybody on the outside to communicate with coaches during college football games is a precedent that I want to be set because. Places could take strong advantage of that, and you should coach with what you have and nothing more. But that's yeah. just me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Six zero one eight seven nine forty three ninety five is the text line. If you have thoughts from the weekend, we'll get to it. I've got a bit of a rundown here of things that happen around the SEC and other places. We'll get to some of that. Whatever's on your mind, we'll get to that as well. Six zero one eight seven nine forty three ninety five again is the text line. This Sports Talk Mississippi. I'm Michael Borkey's Brian Haydad. Glad that you guys are with us. Counting you down to kick off of the final game of the weekend of week one in college football season. We'll be right back.
Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. This is House Call for Health. Updated national guidelines to help fight diabetes. A government advisory group is now recommending earlier screenings for diabetes, beginning at age 35 instead of 40, for overweight and obese Americans and other high-risk groups, including blacks and Hispanics. The advice from the Preventive Services Task Force stems from rising rates of both obesity and type 2 diabetes, while researchers point to the health benefits of prevention and early treatment. Three out of four U.S. adults are over weight or obese. 14% of adults are known to have diabetes already. One third have been diagnosed with prediabetes. The task force lists a few things that could prevent or delay diabetes in adults with prediabetes, mainly a healthy diet and exercise and a diabetes drug, metformin, although that drug hasn't been approved for that specific use yet. For more health news, go to foxnewshealth.com. House Call for Health, I'm Lisa Brady, Fox News. Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Fox on film. I'm Mary Corsetti. We are under attack. New details are emerging about the new and fourth installment of The Matrix. Deadline reports that footage and a title were unveiled by Warner Brothers at CinemaCon. The sci-fi film will star Keanu Reeves, Neil Patrick Harris, Carrie Ann Moss, and Jada Pinkett Smith. The Matrix Resurrections will hit theaters December 22nd. And Jason Statham and Miramax are partnering for a third time with The Beekeeper. The Beekeeper is a thriller deeply steeped in the mythology of beekeeping. A September 2022 production start is being eyed in London and Atlanta. What are you two doing here? <laughs> and an empty promise a couple makes with acquaintances on vacation to see each other in the real world has never been taken more seriously than in Vacation Friends, starring John Cena, Little Rel Howery, Meredith Hagner, and Yvonne Orji. The new comedy is streaming now on Hulu. I'm Mary Corsetti, and that's Fox on Film. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As cleanup along the eastern seaboard continues, Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith is amazed that some of their death tolls are higher than those in the south. This storm was a ravaged storm, cat, you know, category four storm. And uh, we, we knew that we would have a lot of damage, but up the east coast, it was more than I anticipated. The botched withdrawal from Afghanistan is a huge stain on America, according to Congressman Stephen Palazzo. So we, we betrayed them, we betrayed um, the Afghans, and what really concerns me, Paul, is the credibility uh, going forward. You know, are these countries going to partner with us? Are they going to believe in us? Um, I, don't, I don't think so. He says Nancy Pelosi didn't want to answer inquiries regarding an investigation into Afghanistan, but they'll continue to demand answers. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. 
get ready for the Mighty Roots Music Festival, October 1st and 2nd on historic Stovall Farms in Clarksdale, Mississippi, presented by Wade Incorporated. Musical appearances by Deer Tick, Keller Williams, Mystic Bowie's Talking Dreads, Radney Foster, and more. Campsites available, food trucks, vendors, and late night music till 2 a.m. For tickets and more information, MightyRootsMusicFestival.com. Sponsored by Visit Mississippi and Visit Clarksdale. Come on and make your plans to spend the weekend with us at Mighty Roots Music Festival. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. Everybody talks about what they're... You're going to be drinking for the game and stuff. I just got a question. Hey, what are you going to be drinking on tonight? Uh, coffee. I am running on fumes for some reason. Trying to keep it together. For you guys out there still listening to us on this Monday afternoon. I slept late today. It was fantastic. Oh, man. I'm jealous. Got about, got about 8.30. It was nice. I'm jealous. I remember when getting up at 8.30 was getting up early, too. So, you know. John in Oxford says the best uh, Lane can do is the initial 10 to 20 scripted offensive plays. After that, it's all Levy. Yeah, that's that's how it's going to have to go. And I mean, we talked last offseason. I mean, Auburn made a run at him to be the OC that didn't materialize really. Obviously, he stole Ole Miss, so it didn't materialize at all. Uh, but other places kicked the tires on him to be a head coach. And there's kind of a general understanding around here that that's what he wants to do. He wants to be a head coach. No better audition than showing people what you've got without Lane there with you because Lane gets all the credit for the offense. Yeah, he game-planned and, and all that. It's his team. But what does it look like when he's not around? Yeah. It can go a long way when it when Arkansas What's, State or somebody comes calling. Is is Leach the coach that would it would look the most different if he wasn't there? Yeah, I don't mean to, you know, wish something like that on Mike Leach. Well, I mean, just for I hope any he goes reason, all season, yeah. yeah, without catching catching the run. He's but not the one calling the plays. What do they do? What, what? How different? I mean, like with Saban, I don't feel like it looks that different with him not there. Like they'll just go out there and mercilessly kill their, the other team. Mullen would look different because I don't even know who would call plays. I guess Brian Johnson is if he is there, but like Ed, if Ed Orgeron left, would anybody even know? No. <laughs> Look. I, I often wonder what, what he does. 
Like they showed a, a video during the game of like the camera was like right behind him, and all he was doing was clapping, going, "Let's go, D." Let's yeah. go, D. Like, he, he doesn't even talk in the headset. Like, he makes no decisions at all during the game. None. At least Nick Saban, although he leaves the calling the plays up to the coordinators, he's clearly engaged in every freaking snap of right. the ball. Right, right. Orgeron's just kind of there. Yeah. Just like a, a hype man. It's an interesting question. Like, what, what team changes the most? Uh, and, you know, making the assumption that, like, the head coach is the one calling the plays. I mean, if you've got a true offensive coordinator, a true defensive coordinator. I mean, with Kiffin, I know he says Levy is the guy, but I, I know that Kiffin has some influence on things. He he is he's exerting himself. Whereas with Orgeron, he is he's brought in to be like a CEO type, sort of there more as a recruiter than anything else. So like what what he's doing during the game probably isn't as much. It's an interesting question. Would would it be Steve Spurrier Jr. in Starkville if something happened to Mike? That's Leach? a good question. I don't know the answer to it. Maybe that's that, that might be one to ask him next time we have him on. You know, you know, Kiffin was out, and you know, if you if you were out, who's calling the place? I think it would be Spurrier. We we got to ask him that after a win because I don't want him to be a, in a bad mood and just shut that question down. Because I or like right, in the right. off season because I think he would really give right. an interesting answer. Well. They play Vanderbilt in late October. So yeah, there we that. go. See, right after we'll the Vanderbilt that. game. You know, yeah. that'd be perfect. Yeah. That would be just perfect. Yeah, but I, Spurrier is my first thought. Certainly has the uh, the bloodlines for it. I'd love to hear him out there calling the ball plays. You know who I would love to be out there calling plays? Houston Nutt. So, back when UConn was doing a coaching search in 2013, apparently some local high school coaches were getting calls. Just asking about the area and, like, the beginning of building a relationship. You mm-hmm. think, you think old Hootie Dale still has it in him? Eight years later? Absolutely. <laughs> but he needs to go the Orgeron route. He needs to be like, I'm just sort of here. I'm the, I'm the guy that's going to go in there and seal the deal on recruiting. And yeah. be all you know down home with moms and all that, but I need to hire legitimate coordinators. Somebody just texted me on on my phone. Would Levy go to UConn? And I no. think no. Goodness. If that's his only offer, if it stay at Ole Miss as the OC or take the head coaching job at UConn, he would stay for another year. Offensive coordinator at Ole Miss or Mississippi State is a better job right now than head coach at UConn. Yeah, the, UConn is going to be. A job where you don't know who their head coach is right now, unless you are somehow a fan of the team that the offensive coordinator is going to get hired from, and they need to go. They need to look at like up and coming FBS coordinators and up and coming FCS coaches, but Power Five coordinators that you know are going to get good jobs. Those aren't on the UConn list. Yeah, no shot. Uh, some results from the weekend. So we talked a little bit about uh, Georgia. Clemson, Georgia just flat-out dominant in the front seven. Unbelievably dominant. UCLA beats LSU. Some soul-searching has to go on in Baton Rouge. And uh, I know one Billy Napier is watching this situation very closely. Uh, that would be my first and only call if I'm Scott Woodward. But, you know. Is it? I think that will be my first well, I, I don't know if he's my first call. Uh, there's who's first? Else I'd call. Six six two. Oh, you'd call Lane first over Napier. I'd call Lane. Oh yeah. Kiffin with with the talent LSU can recruit defensively and the right coordinator. Ooh, 
That's scary to think about. If that happened, I'm not the guy that's going to try to convince people that LSU is Ole Miss's real rival. I like to joke about it because it makes people mad. But I don't you can hate them a little more. A I, I, I would allow a little more hate the, of LSU if that happens. The hatred that would occur would be would greater than that of the Egg Bowl for at least a year or two. Yeah, I, it would drum up a little bit. Well, I mean, and that's the kind of job Kiffin, you know, he's not looking to leave, right? That's that's a high-end, top-of-the-line college job. So he might be there a while, and you got to deal with that, you know? I mean, how long was Tuberville at Auburn? And then it never really died down. He was you know, hated by, by Ole Miss fans the whole time. Now he's uh, a senator. I, <laughs> that guy controls what our tax money goes to. <laughs> there, was, there was somebody, and I forget God. who it was, they... They texted us when we were making fun. He was like, "Yeah, we're we're gonna elect people like Tommy Tuberville to prevent to to stop the the moral decay of this country." And I was just like, "You're gonna get Tommy Tuberville to stop moral decay." He is the epitome like, of moral decay. Like, Tommy Tuberville would lie to your face to save a penny. I still can't believe, I, I guess I can now in hindsight, because he didn't know the three branches of government, but he yelled at his own fans to yeah. get a job. That's what he well, was now, yelling at his own now fans. Now he's a senator, he can create a job for that fan. Get some public works projects going in that area. His his salary would depress you, by the way. Oh, I, and that's not, that's just his salary. Senators are worse than coaches in terms of what they have outside of their contract. Like, you know, like Legis contractually only making like a million five. It's everything else that he's making that brings him up to five million. You don't know anything about the Senators. They're probably supposed to be making like $200,000 a year, and they're probably bringing home $10 million. God, that's disgusting. Tommy T- Freaking Tommy Tuberville, man. Oh, unbelievable. Uh, but we did talk about that for a little bit. The ACC had a bad, bad, bad weekend. Oklahoma, not great. Now, you know, maybe a weird day with a half-full stadium because that's all you could staff. And, you know, feel-good day with making Tulane feel comfortable. But Oklahoma did not look, it's just one game, but did not look like a team that was prepared to compete for a national championship. Let me ask you this, because this is a team that you cover, sort of. Tulane, they come to Oxford in two weeks. Yeah, worried about that one. Uh, you know, based on what you see tonight, you might think a little differently of that game tomorrow morning. Now, if Ole Miss comes out and dominates Louisville, okay, no worries. But if Louisville moves the football at ease, hmm? Yeah. That game, it, exactly what you said. If, if Louisville's moving up and down the field against Ole Miss tonight, that game becomes really interesting. Because that was scheme. It wasn't just, I don't think Oklahoma just didn't show up. I mean, they got out schemed by two. Yeah. Men. Yeah. No, no question. They have some players no there, too. I man. mean, what? He throws, Rattler threw an interception that was called back on a, a questionable at best pass interference. I, I had some fun on Saturday. One of the people here on the beat, I forget who it was, tweeted something like, that was a really bad call. The officials aren't having their best day. And I was just like, what an evergreen tweet. You could literally tweet it for every football game that's ever been played. That fumble review, and what is the th- the threshold? I didn't even realize they had called a fumble. Like I thought it was just first down. Let's moving forward with our lives here. And they're like the ruling on the field was a fumble. When? And then you nobody pointed to say yeah. it was a fumble. And then they reviewed it, and I mean, it was a bad call. 
It was a bad call. Just missed it. But yeah. the, these are people that have the slow-mo replays and the multiple angles that you have, and yet they still see that and get it incorrect. It's mind-blowing. It, right. it feels right, yeah. yeah that's, that, that's how life goes when you watch college football. Or any sport, for that matter. A friend just texted me, listening to us talking about UConn, said, don't forget, UConn's the true national champions. Well, they, they yes, they were. They were the 2020 national champion because they didn't play a game. Turns out they might not play any, game, play any games in 2021 either, or at least not football the way we know it. Final thoughts with you coming up next. 601-879-4395 is the text line. Ole Miss Louisville starting in an hour and like 18 minutes from right now. 7.06, I think, is the uh, official kickoff time for what that's worth. One more time with you, though, coming up. Gallo knows Mississippi better than anyone. No one gets better interviews than him. Gallo. He asks all the questions everybody wants to know. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Fox on tech. Social media is still struggling to control a flood of misinformation, but attempts to slow or stop it may have the opposite effect. USA Today reports on a new study from New York University researchers that found when it blocked or labeled former President Trump's claims of election fraud, the tweets spread anyway, and not just on Twitter, but also Facebook, Instagram, and Reddit. In fact, the study found messages blocked from engagement on Twitter received more visibility on other platforms. The researchers say that underscores the network nature of misinformation. Posts or messages banned on one platform may grow on another platform by way of links, quotes, or screenshots, but that it isn't necessarily the so-called Streisand effect, where an attempt to hide information draws more attention to it. The study also questions the social media company's ability to halt misinformation. The study used data from November 1st of 2020 through January 8th of 2021. With Fox on Tech, Brett Larson, Fox News. From the coast to the delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here with Super Talk Mississippi News. What happens? Why does it happen? And how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. An 11-year-old shelter dog finding her forever home makes the doggy Dean's List. Sally is a pit bull and terrier mix. She's been available for adoption at the always and forever Midwest Animal Sanctuary since 2020. But her luck could be changing now that she's famous. Local animal lovers in Kansas City, Missouri teamed up to get a billboard with Sally's picture on it above a section of Interstate 35, a major highway. Scott Poor, who helped with the billboard campaign, says it's been a dream of his for many years to have a billboard that features the animals in Kansas City shelters that have been homeless the longest. And according to Sally's profile, when Sally is adopted, the billboard will go on to promote other in-need shelter pets 
from Kansas City. Scott says in the meantime, he will use his funds from his business to support his animal rescue work. I have a feeling Sally will find a forever home soon. Janice Dean, Fox News. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they giving to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. From the Magnolia State to the world, you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, Mississippi. at supertalk.fm. Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team with live reports from games and practices, plus exclusive interviews. Weekday afternoon, starting at 3 on supertalk.fm, the Super Talk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Coming in hot, said, you heard it here first, Napier to LSU and Jameis Winston to the Pro Bowl. Now we're talking. I still can't believe that there's a possible tropical storm going towards Jacksonville yeah, right Jacksonville. now. Jacksonville. <laughs> oh, let's hope it just doesn't happen. A friend in a group message earlier said, why does God hate the Saints so much? <laughs> it's like... Uh, out of context, that is a have? weird message you sent. Yeah, yeah. A uh, lot, lot, a lot, lot, lot of a uh, lot of problems there. Yeah. I mean, you have any final thoughts? I know we'll talk about it during the week, of course, but we're probably going to quickly turn the page to the big game upcoming in yeah. Starkville. But any final thoughts on what happened this past Saturday? I will say this: is that I didn't think they had it in them. I mean, 34 to 14, I was like, this is going to be, because I thought it was like, Blue Jays going to score at least one more. This is going to be one of the, maybe the most embarrassing loss in MSU history. It certainly would have gone in the Pantheon with South Alabama and Maine and the rest of them. I didn't think they had it in them. So I don't know if it means anything. I don't know if it means that they'll turn things around. I don't know if it means that they'll play much better this weekend. But being able to come back and win that game does show something. Most a lot of teams would have just given up. They're down twenty eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. That's time to tap out. It's time to not get hurt and try to move on to the next thing. Give state the credit. They 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 they, they won the game. They could have very easily lost. It's always better to be one and zero than than zero and one. Yeah. If there's anything positive to take away, it is that right there. I mean, they yeah. they could have laid down and quit. Uh, they didn't. 
and that is definitely a positive. You got any final thoughts going into the Ole Miss game tonight? Since nobody wants to hear you talk about Ole Miss, here's a fr- you got three minutes before the show's over. You got anything? Let me tell you, Rebel fan, something. <laughs> You're going to win this game easily. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I just I, I don't see how Ole Miss is going to be slowed down by Louisville. Now, it's all about how they win. You know, if they win 55 to 17, start thinking, okay, this is a team that can do a lot this year. They can win nine games. They can go to a huge bowl. If they win 55 to 45, then you got some yeah. issues. Then you're thinking, okay, maybe they're not going to be very good after all. If they lose, if it feels like, yeah, I'll be honest with you, to me, Ole Miss losing this game would be a bigger deal than State would have been losing to Louisiana Tech. You think? At least, at least I think it's been like, well, obviously the Mike Leach system. I could write it off as the Mike Leach system just isn't going to work. With Ole Miss losing this game, I'm like, what happened? feels like there was a disconnect, a, a failure in the system somehow. Because they're just that much better than Louisville. They have the better quarterback. You know, they're going to, yeah. I, I don't see how they lose this game. They, they I'm should totally, be. Anyway. I'm trying to set up a jinx, I don't know. But I just don't see how they lose it. If they are as good as people around here think that they are supposed to be, then mm-hmm. even without Lane Kiffin, you cannot lose this game. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. You have to win. And so... And, uh, I mean, even if they... You know, it's it's not exactly fair to judge uh, a side of a ball that was so talent-depleted just two years ago when you've had to piece it together with transfers and other things, but if you don't show defensive improvement, mm-hmm. then there's got to be questions about, okay, will this be a winning program or a goofy program that's fun but also not going to get anywhere of consequence? Like, that question, if they get if 45 points get scored on them or whatever tomorrow, that's got to be, or tonight, that's got to be a question tomorrow, is... When can we ask if it's going to be a winning program or it's just going to be a fun program that doesn't win anything of value? That question has right. to be asked tomorrow if they just get scored on at will like they did a year ago. Right, right. And it's it's the same thing at State. If you know, Getting 35 points helped. But if they had only scored 14 points, I'd be like, when is it going to change? When are you going to start scoring points? When is there going to be an air raid offense? Yeah. So... And those questions are still sort of there because, I mean, it's, it's Louisiana Tech. Got to see what they do this weekend against a good team. Big stage tonight for Ole Miss and Louisville in Atlanta on ESPN. I think they're doing a mega, not a mega cast, but there's like a couple of feeds that you can watch on the app if you're so inclined. But we'll be back tomorrow at 3, of course, for recapping that, looking ahead to next weekend. Big game in Starkville coming up and uh, all the lines that are out. It's Lines Tuesday and we'll do all of that with you tomorrow. Enjoy yourselves tonight. Glad that you spent a little bit of time with us today. For Richard Cross, who's in Atlanta, and Brian Haydad and Michael Borky, y'all have a great night, and we'll talk to you tomorrow at 3.
Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.